Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another Tony Bruno. See? Give me another Tony Bruno. You say it real fast now? Tony Bruno. Nice. You say it real slow now? Tony Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're a bad man. Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. And now. Oh, Tony Bruno. Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. And we begin today's broadcast festivities from the wine cellar in South Philadelphia. Zagat Award winning. And you know what it is, Robin? Miss Robin What is Austin? that? It is... What up? Wednesday. It is What Up Wednesday. What up? What up, yo? Hump, Welcome. Hump day. Hump day. It's every day's hump day. Especially in Florida, which we will get to later on. And we have some great, great stories today. And we thank you for joining us every single day. Tell your friends, twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. And a lot of new first-timers. First time, long time. Me love you all long time. Yes, we do. As long as I could last, which isn't as long as I used to because we're getting older and that's what happens. I got to call Frank Thomas and get some of that new genic stuff. Yeah. Next time I'm in the gym with a couple of cuckold wives at like 3 in the afternoon. But I can't do that anymore because we're here every day from 1 to 4. It's an <laughs> outrage, Tony Bruno. <laughs> it's an outrage. Yes, it is, Mr. President. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, we will have all kinds of stuff. We got a new royal baby name. And I want to thank uh, the royals for remembering one of the greats of all time, the late, great Gene Stapleton, who, of course, was Judith Bunker. And they must have been listening and watching old episodes of a show that could not be made in this modern day, 2019, all in the family. When she would routinely say, when her husband, Archie Bunker, would proclaim, Archie! Can you do a better Edith? I'm not a really good Edith Bunker. I don't know. I have never tried one. Archie! Oh, Archie! Yeah, that's pretty good. Is that good? How's that? Archie! Who the hell names their kids Archibald anymore? Oh, God. I mean, it's just, why saddle a kid? It's bad enough that, you know, he's going to be a royal, and and he's always going to be, you know, people, <laughs> kid, other kids are going to be either afraid of him oh, yeah, or pick on him. Oh, yeah, because when he lugs it on a school bus to a public school in London, he'll be really bullied by all those other the, kids. Come Archie, on. I mean, but seriously. It's not just Archie. It's Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Well, they all have those A-H-M-W. I know they all have weird names because they're royal pains in the asses. And God bless them. It's, you know, the thing about celebrities or royalty or people having babies is like, wow, they had a baby. Who the hell knew that they could have children? It is amazing. They have reproductive organs wow. just like everybody and else. Work. Who the hell wants to be? Arch! Then it's, it's Archie. It's not even Archie. I think it's Archibald or Archie. They're calling him Archie. 
Well, yeah. I think that it's his full name is Archibald. Yeah, I know. Archibald Cox was the last one I knew, who was the Watergate investigator, remember? Archibald Cox. Famous Archibalds. You keep thinking I'm older than I am. This is history, Robin. Understand it. Everybody's worrying about impeachment, and we're talking about other presidential eras where you had special counsels. Cheapers. The royal baby, ladies and gentlemen. We're all feeling much better today. Seriously, God bless him. But does anybody really give a damn about royalty in this country when people Unfortunately, are Unfortunately, way too many people it's do. stupid. And now there's rumor that they might end up moving here to the United States. Really? And, oh, my God, we might have a royal in the U.S. We got a lot of royal pains in the asses in this country. Don't come here. Keep that crap. Stay in your castle. Let me give you a... a, a although he, he could come to Philadelphia, and then if Carson Wentz gets hurt, he could pretend he's Carson Wentz. Right? Isn't he basically is his body double? I wonder, you know, I mean, he has played soccer. Yeah, no, he's an athlete. So maybe, I mean, he would maybe... Could What's pass his name? Prince kicker. Harry? Is that his name? Yeah, he could maybe be a kicker. I now, doubt. this baby, by the way, Archie, gets dual citizenship. He is not only a, a, a member of the royal family, but because his mom was in the United States at least five years right? and is an American citizen, then he, baby Archie, will be an American and British He'll have dual citizenship. Now, is it if the mother has lived, or is it if the baby moves back and then he can be dual citizen? No, I think no. I think the baby's going to get a passport. <laughs> as soon as they can slap his fingerprint on it, yeah. put his face on it, he'll have a passport. Well, you know, I was supposed to have dual citizenship. I should have dual citizenship. Yes, you should. You are still eligible. Yes. I am no longer eligible because I've lived here too long. I would have had to have done it by my 18th birthday. And that was when I was in my defiant teenage stage and stupid. So you can't even, you're not even a half Dutchie. You can't even go over there and pass the Dutchie no, from my, the left on down. I, I was eligible because my mother had married a Dutchman mm-hmm. and he was my stepfather, even though I, my, he was not legally my dad, but I lived there and my mother had it because of my That's stepdad. too convoluted. I don't think you'd ever get a passport. I had it. I, I was eligible while I was living there and up until my 18th birthday, even though I'd moved back by Man. then. But I decided I not should to. be because I am. Let's be honest. 100 percent. Yes. Sicilian you, blood. We asked. I'm an American. I was born here. My mom was born in Italy. And both your mother and father. Exactly. Were. So I want my damn Italian's passport yeah. right now. Because I can go to. We Florence. found out. I think it costs something like three or four hundred dollars to do all the paperwork, and then you would be able to have dual citizenship. I think you should still do it. I'm going to do it one day. Then I'm going to just say screw it, and I'm going to be like Clooney and go buy a place in Cinque Terre and sit up there and look down on all these small people of the world, like George Clooney does. In the meantime, let's get down to the and real NASA business. And NASA says, mm, "Miss Robin at 18. You know, I might have had great legs, <laughs> but I was stupid. I was." You did not want to. Eighteen-year-old Robin was not the smartest in the in the world. <laughs> what? What are you just laughing? No, the Archie. The, the, the uh, people on our stream chat are just having fun. I do. I did pull up some classic Archie moments. If you would like, do we me have? To... Yeah, give me a taste of Edith. She, she of course, passed away. The great uh, Gene Stapleton. Correct. And the thing about Archie, and uh, they were both like incredible actors, but they were so good. Playing the, the you know the bigot which Archie Archie Bunker was mm-hmm. and and Gene Stapleton was the haphazard housewife his wife who loved him 
but was sort of like ditzy a little bit. Now this is two but, minutes of classic scenes. I have no idea. No, what I just they want are. give me just a taste for okay, just. Okay, well a you can tell me when to stop. Oh, I'll tell you when to stop. <laughs> a week. Yeah, and then we'll have a little fun, and we can keep it for paying bills, and for trips to see Mike and Glory and Little Joey, and then it'll be for presents for Little Joey, too. Let me see, five dollars a week, 52 weeks, and then you five times 52, five two hundred and sixty dollars a year, that's all. Three and four years. But all that time, you don't have to be paying me the one dollar a week that I always... In the scene, Archie is actually drinking pills. Following pills. Yes, he just committed virtual suicide. All right, that's enough. It's my uncle sporting that was going to... Oh, Archie! That shows you how far we progressed. I can do that voice. That's pretty good. That shows you how far... We progressed as a society when we could never, ever do that show right now with great actors nope. portraying a lot of people who are still around today. Not that they're, you know, he was a bigot, but he was a blue-collar guy. Like, I'm not defending Archie Bunker. I mean, it was funny. No, well, the the reason why, though, that it was so, <laughs> it, it was because he was, they were pointing out the hypocrisy like the, the craziness of yeah. being like that and then they had the meathead son who was the super liberal yep. guy and then archie would always shoot the him daughter. down and then to his dad to this day he's still a meathead rob 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 yes, minor I, I mean he never changed everybody else is dead except what's her face she's still around right is he still doing like those begathons for poor people around the world the daughter uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. She does a lot of charitable yeah, stuff, she does. which is fine. Um, uh, I want to remind everybody, just yes. get this out of the way, because um, it is the beginning of the show, and we need to remind everybody that have tuned in via um, Periscope, Facebook Live, and YouTube Live, <laughs> that this is only a taste. And the reason why we are posting it on those other platforms, um, other than just twitch.tv mm-hmm. forward slash Bruno Nation Live, is that we have tons and tons and tons of fans on those platforms that have never heard of Twitch before. They don't know how fantastic Twitch exactly. is, how easy it is to listen to us, how easy it is to join in on the conversation every single day from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern. So if you are viewing us, on anything other than twitch.tv. Make the switch over now. Make the switch to Twitch. Bitch. And um, it is free to subscribe, free to join. Mm-hmm. So free to download the app. It's free to follow Bruno Nation Live. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the show, we will. Everything's ex- free. I should be running for president. I should be going up against Bernie Sanders. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. It's all free. It's all free. The only thing we can't offer you is free medical. Unless Robin needs, you know, you need Robin to like yes, puncture one of Yes, because I am toenails. Nurse Robin now because, you Robin know, I'm, should have been in Toronto last night to help Joel Embiid get, get through whatever the hell he has. I could have. I could have exactly. helped him better than whatever he, help he's getting. Well, one, he'd have to listen to me, which would be difficult. But um, I can be I have I a hard enough stern. time doing that every day here. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so again, twitch.tv forward slash Bruno Nation Live. You can download it on your mobile app, which you can then listen to. Yeah, you do the Twitch app on your phone yeah, so that you can just... That's the best one. And then to... you can go to the audio-only part. And so if you're driving around, you want to stream it to your car's uh-huh. device, 
you know, everybody can put their phone on their speaker now. Correct. With the uh, with the Bluetooth technology in cars. It's awesome. Exactly right. So you can listen when you're driving home. And if you're, you're at home, you can even cast it onto your smart TV. Or if you want to, you can still look at it on the, your desktop. But the mobile app is the most important one to have. Exactly. Because then you can listen to the audio only if you so choose. And you can also watch the video and you can join the chat. So, uh, again... Anything other than twitch.tv, make sure you get that now so that you don't miss the rest of the show because in just a few minutes, we will be shutting down Periscope, Facebook, and YouTube. Exactly. Now, Sally Struthers, so we can clean up the, the business, Sally Struthers obviously was the daughter. That's right. And That's then right. Uh, <clears throat> Rob Reiner was, was Michael Stivick, and that was Rob Reiner's character. And then the Jeffersons spawned off of that. Those shows were great because... They actually had black neighbors, and so they, they actually interacted. Well, everybody thought it was just racist stuff. It was people interacting, as they do in real communities. And again, enough about the... If you haven't seen the, the All Thank in the you, Family... Thank you, Unwise 1981, now following. Unwise 1981. So that means that they were not wise when they were younger, too. <laughs> just like I was when I was 18. And they were talking about famous Archies. I gave you Archibald Cox, which is old-school political knowledge. Archie Manning, of course, the dad of the Manning family, the patriarch. Oh. Down with the patriarchy, I think they say. Well, only the people who don't like Archie Manning, who's a great guy, and the Manning brothers, all three of them. Um, Can you give me any other? Now, Archie, of course, from the Archie comics, one of my favorites. Oh, yes. And then there was a group that had that big hit in the 60s, Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Remember that song? It was a huge hit. Sugar Sugar. They were like a make-believe group, the Archies. And there was the cartoon yes, series, the yes, Archies. Yes. And they would sing on their episodes on Saturday morning cartoons. I and then they recall. put together a make-believe group. I don't think the artists, not like the monkeys, because people thought the monkeys didn't really perform the group, the monkeys. But what actually they did, they would go on concert. But they were a made-for-TV group, too, that actually were talented musicians. But the Archies, I think they toured, but they were like fake. They were like the Milli Vanilli of their era. They were just popular because the Archie's TV series. Do you have a little bit? Of, give me a little sugar, sugar by the Archie's. Okay, um, I do have some other. Nate Archibald, but that's his last name. I yeah. need somebody with the first name. Although, Bob, I appreciate it, man. Nate Archibald's a good one, but I don't know many Archies. I gave you the hardest one to get, Archibald Cox. Archie Manning is easy. Archie Bell and the Drells from Houston, Texas. How about that one? I just pulled that one out of my ass. That's impressive. Remember the song, Tighten Up? Take care of the kissing booth while we're singing, Sabrina. Okay, everybody. Here we go with our new hit record, Sugar, Sugar. Yes. Remember this song? I do remember this song. Give me some sugar, baby. Pour some sugar on me. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. I think they play this at baseball games, too, now. You know, when they don't wheel out any kind of, like, any other sappy songs? Neil Diamond's big in play. If they toured, obviously, what did they look like? They lip-synced. I don't even think they sang. But did they dress like the actual Archie's comic strip yes, characters? Yes, yes. Veronica, Archie, and who were the other the slapdicks uh, the part of the... Uh, Jughead. Didn't they have the mystery machine? No, that was, uh, the mystery machine was, uh... Scooby-Doo, that's right. <laughs> Jonathan James says, tighten up. I just pulled that one out of my ass. Those phrases were too close together, Tony. You're right about that. Archie Griffin. 
the only man to win multiple oh, yeah, yeah, Heisman yeah. Trophy Awards from Ohio, the Ohio State University. See how it works when we put our brain power all together? It takes like 100 brains to come up with one answer. Yes. So we've got Archibald Cox, the new first uh, baby. Sep- I think he's seventh in line, right, for the throne? That's like the men's room at a sporting event. I was seventh in line for the throne at the Sixer game the other day to go throw up with everybody else See, in the building. I don't. Did you did you mention Archie Bell already? I said Archie okay, Bell as well. Okay. That's another then tough one. Archie, be old Archie Shep, who is a famous saxophonist. Archie Moore, the boxer. Archie Moore. This see, this is a good job. Archie uh, Griffin. Archie Campbell, who was a TV actor. He-ha. I don't know him. Arch Arch Archduke Ferdinand. Yeah, well, but that's not his first name. Was it Archibald? Was no, it? No, that was Archduke. Exactly. So that doesn't work. No, not David Duke. He, Archie, he listens to. Uh, and you already mentioned Archie Miller, the basketball coach, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, Archie Roach. He was a rock singer. See, there's a lot of Archies out there. Uh oh. There's even a female, an Archie Punjabi, who is a. Oh, TV I love the Punjabi actor. jam. You know, that's you know, I'm a big Punjabi guy. I, I used to have a, a great Indian listener who would send me all the Punjabi yes. MC stuff from India, the Bhangra. And Robin doesn't like the Bhangra that much. I like the Bhangra every once in a while. It goes with like a rigatoni, but I can't eat any pasta anymore. No, but Bhangra and Archie Campbell. We already mentioned that. Oh, yeah. We've we, we got it down now. So we got a good list of Archies on the show to start things off. Archie! Exactly. Oh, I'm so I'm like you know you tuned should you in. should you should they, we should do a re, we should reprise or is it reprise? I think it's either. You or would either make way. a fantastic Archie, Archie Bunker. Bunker. Oh, Edith, stifle it. <laughs> Although who the hell says stifle it these days? <laughs> zip oh, it. They used to say zip it or stifle it. Ah. <sighs> I can do that annoying voice way too easily. A lot of women can do that annoying voice. I don't know. Yeah, I don't they know. Can. But the fact that, that Jean Stapleton was such a classic actress that yes. she pulled that off, and so and so did uh, see. And the, th- the thing that's really kind of funny is that she, her character Edith Bunker, was a lot other than the voice. My grandmother didn't have a voice, but the whole shaking of her head mm-hmm. and and being so. Uh, Naive of the world, kind right. of. Mm-hmm. That is my grandmother. No, it was a. There was a the perfect television show. Seriously, that show was must watch TV back in the day. And there were a bunch of those shows. Of course, there weren't a thousand channels, so you had those shows that came on at eight o'clock, and everybody mm-hmm. would sit down. No DVRs, no internet, no stupid phones while you're watching the show. You enjoyed the shows, and then the Jeffersons spawned from that, and then you know, uh, so many great shows spun off of one great show back in the day. And they weren't bombs. Like nowadays when they get a show and it's popular for a couple of weeks, they do a spinoff and then it bombs because nobody really wants the spinoff. It's just producers who are too lazy because they get a hit show and think the next show is going to be just as good. Anyway, enough about TV. Let's get down to the business. And I'm going to compare, I'm going to show you my historical knowledge today, Robin. People are trying to talk about what the Sixers, because both NBA games last night were total bitch slap jobs. And I hate to use that term, but that's what they were. You had two games that were both mismatches, unwatchable. Big games in the NBA last night. Sixers, of course, you saw that one the earlier one. Then later on, the Portland Trailblazers in Denver, and they lose by 26. And so now the Denver Nuggets are up three games to two in that series. We know the Joker was wild last night, 25 and 19. Paul Millsap with 29. And then uh, Jamal uh, Murray at 18, so 
total domination last night by the Denver Nuggets. Meanwhile, in Toronto, here's my comparison, and I want people out there who understand history to realize this analogy. The Sixers going to Toronto last night was equivalent to the United States and Thomas Jefferson back in 1812 deciding to invade Canada, thinking that we were going to take over Canada, which was a British colony. Did you know that? The Brits ran colony in the War of 1812. We were like, hey, let's go up and take over Montreal and Toronto and Quebec. Thomas Jefferson thought if we send U.S. forces up to Quebec City, it'll be just like walk in there and we take it over and then Canada is ours. And that's what started the War of 1812. The 76ers were Thomas Jefferson's troops trying to go into Quebec and take over the country of Canada. And they got bitch slapped and sent back home to Philadelphia. That's, that's my analogy, bringing historical context into play here. Because it was a bad loss. But when you compare it to the War of 1812, I think that's the level of embarrassment suffered by your team, your town, your processed 76ers. The 76ers process is now like processed American cheese food. It's not really cheese, but you think it is because Mm -hmm. it says American cheese. But then when you read the label, it says processed American cheese product. So it's not cheese. And the 76ers process is like Bobo American cheese it's like slices. Kraft cheese. Well, Kraft, some of it's real. Some yeah. of, some of, well, now they say made with real milk. Ah, made with real milk. No it. shit, it's cheese. What else are you going to make cheese with if it's not made no, with they, real milk? You know what that is? It means that they've put a, a couple drops of milk in there along exactly. with all the the whey and the, the, the oils and <laughs> crap. So I love how all of the process honks who um, you have been critical of. I'm not critical of honks. I just, the, the thing, and I, I say this again, and I said it again this morning when I was on Twitter with a bunch of people, is that I have no problem with trying to get better. And the thing about the process is that you have legitimate journalists in this town who now are cheerleaders. And listen, I'm the biggest fan of the Philly sports teams you'll ever find. Yes, you are. I've been called a homer my entire life because I root for the home teams. But I also am... Fair, fair enough yes. to understand, and if it's warranted criticism, I do it. But the 76ers of all franchises in the history of the city have gotten away with more stuff and have a, a contingent of fanboys with, with, with blogs and, and podcasts uh-huh. who really don't see things through the world of objectivity. Correct. They, there's nothing the Sixers can do that's wrong. Every move is great. Uh, they even write columns about talking about the game last night. But don't worry, folks. They're coming back home. And, you know, anything could happen when they come. And it's true. That's not. But they actually point out that with the 76ers bounced back after losing in Toronto. And then they came back and put on a show. And maybe they will. And I hope they do. But if you watch that game objectively and see what we all saw on Sunday when we were there, Robin, here at the Wells Fargo Center, Joel Embiid's not healthy. And no, so, he's but, not. And so for, for anybody, and I'm going to say, let's all pile on Joel Embiid because he's sick. It's not me. It's not the fanboys. It's not the writers. It's not the 76er podcast, the 50 podcasts who have no, don't see anything wrong. It's like Shaquille O'Neal on TNT yeah, last night. I know. Oh, well, and, yeah. and Charles Barkley. Yep. And these guys played the game and taught the highest levels. Remember, the other night on ESPN... What's his face? Mark Jackson called 
uh, Joel Embiid, maybe the best center of all time if he keeps going. And after that game, everything went to shit. So we all can overhype somebody. We can all, hey, say, hey, let's give him a chance. And I'm not, I'm not saying we got to get rid of Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. I have nothing to do with whether they keep him or trade him or anything else. The question is, is it fair to criticize? Because even Shaq and Charles Barkley both said that here he is on the bench in the third quarter of a blowout looking at a stack sheet yeah. in the fourth quarter. What the hell are you looking at a stat sheet for? Why would you be look? He might as well have been on his phone. He should have just taken the yeah, phone exactly. out with Amir Johnson. That is not the time and place for that. <laughs> but no, but nobody looks at a stat sheet. Now, even if you're dropping like 100 points, you're, gonna, you're not going to pull out a stat. No. What are you looking at? How many guys were minus? Everybody was minus last night for the Sixers. <laughs> and so that's the thing, man. And, and Joel Embiid's a nice guy, and he's a great person, and he's a fun guy. And he, he's like me. He likes to have fun. He's a kid right. at heart. But then when you're playing at this level and you got fans, I know the degenerate gamblers don't like it. I'm not talking about from a sports perspective. I'm talking about from an optics perspective. Joel Embiid wants to be loved by everybody, right? right. All athletes do. And most, for the most part, he is. Everybody, oh, he's a big kid. He's having fun. Love that guy. He's a dominant player. And then he gets sick and he gets a respiratory infection. You can't criticize him for that. That happens. But when people see the body language, Mm-hmm. And that's what the points were being made last night by noted basketball right. experts that if you don't, even if you don't feel good, you either don't play or you go out there and don't give that body language where you're moping around on the floor because you don't feel good. Well, that's if what Barkley yeah, said. Exactly. Barkley said, said you can't go on, you can't do that because, and, and you can't have it so that if, if he is the main player. And he is, he's the man. Then Everybody else takes the cue from your body language, the what you're putting off, and how people are reacting. And the fact that he came on there acting like he was going to lose. No, he was. He just didn't have it. He kept turning. The, the same thing I saw on Sunday from the, from the arena, from Wells Fargo Center. I said, look down. We were watching him in pregames. I said, he's not. I could see it. Oh, yeah. He did not look good. Mm-hmm. He did not look good. And, and, and it's hard to play through injuries. He's played through injuries. He played through the, uh, the, the, the the shits, so to speak, gastroenteritis, but now this is an upper respiratory. And I've had many re- upper respiratory mm-hmm. infections over the years, and I try to go on the air, and we do it. I'm not playing basketball, but I it's hard imagine, to breathe. Yeah, I cannot imagine actually having to run a court. Exactly, it's yeah. very difficult. Yeah. So I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand it. But the point that Charles Barkley and even Shaq pointed out is that, you know what? Everybody's looking to you, mm-hmm. but they are all in, they're all responsible for their own individual play as well. So if one guy on your team is not playing well, that means the other guys have to step up because there's five guys on the floor at all times. So while Embiid's struggling, that means the other guys have to crank up their game. Right. And Jimmy Butler tried, and he had a bad shooting night. And then the other problem is the Sixers turned the ball over a gazillion times, and they got destroyed. Even when Drake is mocking you at the end of the game. Stinking Drake. Was, was doing the fly thing. Remember, Embiid yes. did the thing. And so Drake and the fans, that's what happens. You want to do that stuff and have fun? And I had no problem with it because he was playing great and he was fun, having fun. But now it came back to bite him. Is that going to affect the next game? No. But that's what fans do. You know, we, we chant at, at players who we don't like. It happens in every city. But Drake is up there all of a sudden flapping his arms. That's what he does. Well, first of all, he's a front runner. Second of all, they laid the beat down. So when your your home team's laying a beat down on the opposition, a guy who was flying around just a couple of games ago, that's what you have to deal with. I don't think that's a problem for Embiid. I think Ben Simmons and these guys, Ben Simmons is a great player, but the problem is I think he's 
I think he's too sensitive. He's one of those really hypersensitive guys. Right. I know you notice it when we were in the locker room yes. the other day. Somebody asked him a question that he didn't like, and then he had to really complain about it afterwards. Yeah, he's complaining to the Sixers staff. Oh, who was that asshole who asked no, that idiot. question? Idiot. I'm sorry. I would have called him an asshole. Yeah. Who was the idiot that asked that first question? That was really stupid. No, listen, I get it. They don't like being questioned after a loss. But if you want to be praised after a win... Nobody, nobody asked him a really nasty question. No. They didn't say, hey, uh, hey, hey, why did you suck today? <laughs> why did you suck out there? Ben, what are you thinking about? Are you thinking the Kardashians again, the family? Nobody's nobody, asking nobody him those said, kinds of questions. Nobody said, Ben, what the hell happened? What are you thinking out there? What the hell is wrong with you? By the way... <laughs> What the hell? Um, I want to thank GMAC29245. First time watching the live feed. Get ready for a ride, GMAC. Um, it's going to be three hours of nonstop hilarity and hijinks. Exactly. Um, and then uh, Ed Luiso with Genesis said, just signed on. Damn, it told me that it was for mature audiences only. I'm out. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I got, that's why... That's why uh... That's why uh, Ben Simmons doesn't listen to the show. So this is that is a safety precaution. We will use again. We're not going to just use no, bad words just no, to use it. No, we are it. not like some other shows to just say f this, f that, exactly. or whatever. But every now and then something slips, and we also talk about mature content every now and then. Exactly. We will and have we a will very, have, very. We will have a mature content later in the show, mm -hmm. and because of that. Um, we have been informed that Twitch is very conscious because of it being known as a gamer site, and there's a lot of kids that go on there. Exactly. That we need to be very careful. Well, we're not. We're not. We're not allowed to show. We're not showing nudity. No, that's, we're not showing porn. That's banned, period. Exactly. I want people to yes. understand. But, it, but we're not. But we're not under the FCC guidelines. Correct. As far as you know, if somebody says a bad word, we don't have to go hit the dump button. No. And, and so go we're not crazy. worried about that. But we are sensitive to the idea that some parents, if they hear that we're talking about... How many you know, kids... Now, seriously, now. And you know me. I had three children, grown-up adults now. I taught my kids right from wrong. I tried to be the best dad I could be. And that's all you can do as a parent. But if, if there's somebody under the age of 10 that has not heard the word shit before, then they must be living... Even if you're living in a convent, you've heard that word. Yes. Even if you're living in a monastery. I'm not even talking about the swear words, though, because I don't even think that that's that bad nowadays. It used to be, but every, like you said, everybody's heard them before. And it's not, when we don't do it even, just to do it. This even, isn't a shock job. And show. even parents don't even worry about that. But we exactly. do talk about uh, some sexual situations every now and then. And but they're real stories, they're not made up right. stuff. And so because of that, we know that there would be parents out there that if they happen to listen in on little Jimmy listening to Bruno Nation Live, uh, they might get a little bit upset. So because of that, we're just saying, you know what? Let's just not even worry about it. We're just going to call it explicit. And this, we're not. We're going to call it viewer discretion advised. <laughs> like on every show on FX, like before American Horror Story where they're dismembering people and it's insanity. Viewer discretion advised. So is this show PG-13 now? If we had to go through a rating system like they do in the movies, which, by the way, when was the last time you saw a PG-13 movie where a mother and dad were bringing in their 13-year-old kid or a 12-year-old? You think they enforce that at the door? Hell no. You think movie theaters are yeah. saying, you know, let me see your ID there. You don't look like you're 13. I'm not going to let you come in here and see the Avengers Endgame. Because isn't the Avengers Endgame PG-13 at least? 
It's not R. It's got to be PG-13. It's not rated R. It's, I mean, it's not rated PG. Well, here's here's gen- so this is this is the rating, and let's see. This which, is the Motion Picture Association. This is the Motion of Picture Association um, rating system, and let's see where we where okay, we fall. Okay, let's, let's that, try okay? to put because everybody has to be categorized and compartmentalized. Yes. We have to determine what your political beliefs are. Uh, so we can ridicule you if we don't agree with you. I should put a you. rating on the front. We even should. The, yeah, we should put a rating so so that people clearly understand. <laughs> uh, general audience, G, obviously nothing that it would offend either parents by being viewed by children. Okay. So that everybody so can So we're go. not X. Right. We know that. Well, and no I'm, movies are rated X up, anymore. I'm going Even up. X-rated movies aren't rated X anymore. I'm going up in, in it. I'm not, okay. going, I'm not going down. You're starting going at the bottom I'm level. starting at the bottom. What's the cleanest level? That's even G. Dis- G. 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 G, it's terrific. Um, now, well, how many movies are rated G these days? Children's movies, I Like guess. that dog movie, is that rated G? I think so. With the dog's purpose and all these other... I think those are G. And then there's um, PG, which is parental guidance suggested. And right. this is what it says. Parents urged to give parental guidance may contain some material parents might not like for their very young children. Okay, so you say to your kid, all right, uh, hey... Uh, Name a kid. Hey, Archie, I know you're only six. Mommy and Daddy and I have to go out and get some cocktails. What say I give you $25 to go to the movies? I'm giving you my parental permission to get the hell out of our hair for a couple of hours and go into the theater. So Mommy and Daddy can have some alone time. Exactly. No, they want to go out and get a couple shots and, you know, get loose. And the kid's a pain in the neck because he's six or seven and you send them to the movies. It's like when parents put their kids on airplanes, you know, to travel. Right. Like you were when you were a little kid. So that's that's pretty With much no what, guidance whatsoever. That's pretty much what PG means, right? Yes. Basically, hey, my parents said it was okay. I'm coming in here <laughs> to go to the movies. So PG is a crock of crap, right? Yes. Can we agree with that? Correct. Is anybody at the at the? Have you gone to a movie theater and, and gone up to the window and they other than me now because I want the senior citizen discount. So I, I show my ID right. to prove that I'm. Actually, I get the daytime. I get I the would day love, rate. If there's anybody that's listening right now that works at or has worked at a movie theater and has actually ever turned somebody away because they weren't old enough, please let me know because I'm curious. I don't think it happens. So PG anymore. is like pretty much most movies, and I'm sure even there's a lot of kids like the Lego Movie. Well, then there's right? P- the Lego Movie is hilarious. And there's some adult situations in there, but it's funny as hell. Well, PG and PG-13 is a very fine line. Okay, so now we did PG, we did G. Now, what's PG-13? PG-13, our parents are urged to be cautious. (sighs) Some material may be inappropriate for pre-teenagers. Tweeners? Tweeners. So a 12-year-old... And the difference between a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old, it, that's a big jump when, yeah. you're, when you're a little kid, yeah. when you go into your puberty era. But but let's be honest. You can turn on your TV. Kids are having sex night. nowadays at 13. Exactly. They're having orgies. They're having orgies yeah. in the street at 13. At I'm 13, not condoning this. Kids nowadays know more than about sex than Ex- their parents. I guarantee mostly. you more 12-year-olds have, have, have viewed porn on the Internet than many adults who are in their 40s. Because <laughs> what are they going to do? If you, unless you lock your kids' computers in your house, and I'm talking about young kids, I'm talking about young kids. When your kid's in the in his bat bedroom doing his homework, and he's eight years old, you don't think his friends are like, "Hey, have you gone to this site or that site?" They can go to anything unless you have some sort of block on your on your internet in your house, right? So you can't really keep kids away from anything these days. That's that's the reality of the world. 
I know there's I know there's parental locks on certain channels on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, on Comcast and Xfinity, you name it, FiOS. You can lock certain channels so the kids don't see it. But kids will find a way. Wait, AJ Marco says, what? You can watch porn on the internet? How it's an is... outrage. I know. How I'm sorry. is that even possible? Tweens. That's, didn't they call them tweens? Yes. They got shows about tweens getting pregnant and having babies on the toilet, 16 and pregnant. Do they have parental? In fact, one of the shows on, on Netflix, The Suicide Show, mm-hmm. they've been inundated with parents who are like, I didn't know what the hell the show was all about. And now Netflix has to put a warning on it. They didn't think about putting a warning on a show that some kid streaming Netflix at night, a show about suicide for kids. Now, it's educational, but a lot of kids could be influenced by that stuff. So even Netflix, which gets all this love for all this original programming, they put stuff on that certainly is not suitable for young kids. So the, the rating system, it's nice to have it. It's like having a warning label on the cigarette pack. Or, you know, you go to a store and it says at the counter, we're not going to sell anybody cigarettes unless you're 18. Or I have no problem with that. We should have warning labels. Just like we have labels for nutrition on the side of all the food we buy. How many people? We may be the only people that does this, that do this, Robin. When we go look for, like, chicken stock, there's, like, all these different brands. What do we do? Well, we're in a market and we, hey, we need some chicken broth or some beef broth. What do we do? Well, we make it ourselves. But, no, when we go in and we want to buy it. Not oh. just the time we make it ourselves. Say I want to make a big pot of like lentil soup and I uh-huh. want some vegetable broth or beef broth or chicken broth. We look at the sodium content. Exactly. And you'd be surprised the amount of sodium difference from one brand to the other. So we buy the lowest sodium. They even say lower sodium on the front. But some of the brands that say lower sodium have more sodium than the ones that are sodium that, that have all sodium, full sodium. Anyway, okay. my point is... Sorry, I actually have a better site now because it explains a little bit more okay. what a movie has in it to qualify. Um, so, gee, we already went over. Um, there's there's no language that would be stronger than that would be inappropriate. PG, um, parental guidance, uh, there may be some profanity and some depictions of violence or brief nudity, but there is no drug use. So if there's no drug use and there's a little bit of something else, then you can be PG. Now, PG-13, um, where it goes beyond the PG rating, there's there might be some th- violence, nudity, sensuality, language, adult activities, or other elements. But any drug use will initially require at least a PG-13 rating. Um, more than brief nudity will require at least a PG-13 rating. But um, such nudity generally will not be sexually motivated or oriented. So it's just somebody like walking around naked, naked on the beach or something. Like when I posted pictures of myself, when you posted pictures of me sunning myself. That would have been PG-13. But, I, but you didn't see my butt, so you right. had it perfectly. I was laying on, the, on a balcony at Dockside on the 16th floor overlooking the river, mm-hmm. sunning myself. And I, I had a towel. I didn't have a towel. I had a towel under me, but I was completely right. nude. But you purposely, when you took the photograph, my buttocks area was not seen in the photograph. But that um, suggested nudity, I think. That is, and that could have been PG. <laughs> Implied nudity. PG thirteen would have been your buttocks showing. So I then, if we go up to exactly. R, if we go up to R rating, Tony, R rating means that um, there's hard language or can be hard language, intense or persistent violence sexually oriented nudity. So that's people doing it. Um, and drug abuse or other elements. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so Genold, 
27 says, stop trying to be like Mike Missinelli. What the hell does that mean? I have no idea. How, how am I trying really... to be? I'm not saying that the, the guy, the Brian Sims nutcase, who was out screaming at old women and young kids is woke and we should all get behind him. I'm the exact opposite. How did we go to that topic? I don't know. I'm, what, how am I trying to? I don't know. Does Mike talk about getting naked? I know he talks about alt concerts, but I don't, I don't know, know about getting naked. But anyway, I I would say that we hover somewhere. Let's see if somebody agrees. I say we hover somewhere between PG-13 and R. No, nah, we're not R-rated. No, you every now me? and then because we're talking about it. You turn on the TV it. at night. Every network show now that used to be, you couldn't put it on until before after 10. Remember there was that rule years ago? Uh-huh. Anything that had any kind of like even hint of nudity or profanity had to be on after 10 p.m. That 10 to 11 o'clock prime time I hour. I love those shows. <laughs> but now, it, it, Jeopardy has nudity. Some guy is pantsing everybody over there night after night. Now, uh, somebody, uh, Trevor from the 203, now what about NC-17? NC-17, for those of you who do not know, has taken over the X-rated... Isn't that one of the CSI shows, CSI NC-17? Yes. But it used to be X. That classification is now gone Also, oh, there's no more X? No, there's no more X. Um, NC what about triple X? Uh, no, not the bad movies uh, with the run. Are, uh, what's his name in it? The triple X is just really good porn. But the uh, NC seventeen, which is formerly X, no one under seventeen is admitted. Period. Supposedly, um, most parents would consider patently too adult for their children seventeen and under. Um, okay, we got it, Robin. There you go. We're, we're, we're what we want to be. Have it. We do whatever we want. Triple X, the Vin Diesel movie. And then remember he did that movie and made a gazillion dollars and then he demanded more money to be in the next one and then they didn't put him in the next one because Vin Diesel was now right, a right. great actor. Oh, I'm not doing it anymore. You better pay me $25 million a movie. Then they said, screw you, we'll get other people in it. And then he went back to doing them again and now he's doing like the 17th Fast and Furious movie. And I love Vin Diesel. He's a great actor. Bubba 183, yes, we did see Shaq's foot on TNT last yes, night. Yes, and you guys thought the picture of my foot was bad yeah. and disgusting. No. Robin was trying to call Shaq to, to suggest that she would go there with a drill bit like she did with her toe and drain that thing. No. That was nasty. It was nasty. I'm glad the Shaq shoe that I have was never, was never in his foot. Yeah. <laughs> nasty. You talk, you talk about having to get desiccant and all these other, uh, all those sprays that you have to spray in your shoe to not get fungus. Dude, I've never Jack. like so because of my years of ballet, my <laughs> pinky toes are all functified. But his for his big toe, big toe is like all twisted and turned in. It's nasty. Exactly. Meanwhile, let's get back to the business. So I gave you the NBA update, and you can Wait, feel whatever. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to our. Oh, uh, not to everybody though. Say goodbye to our Periscope, Facebook, and YouTube friends because hopefully they have read what they're supposed to be reading and have made the switch to Twitch. So. Bye-bye, people. Bye. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Follow the show. I mean, what else are you going to listen to? And by the way, I will be going live this Friday at 11 a.m. Yes. I, I very strong. Because you know me. I'm not well, a protester. I, I, make the switch to Twitch if yes. you want to hear the rest of it. Yes. Bruno Nation Live. Because I've been posting it on my social media, and I'm not a guy. I don't get in. I don't go march every Saturday for whatever. Stop this. Stop that. People can do whatever they want. It's America. If you want to protest every single day, go right ahead. No one's stopping you. And I rarely get involved in any kind of organized protests because they're a dime a dozen. And so when I believe something and I believe someone's being 
not treat it properly, mm-hmm. and I see somebody do something that is I believe is criminal, and it's an elected official. Yeah, that was bad. I get angry. No, because you know was- me, I speak for all people. I have no agenda about what's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I know the difference between right or wrong. I know what disrespect is. I know what going over the line is. I know right from wrong. And when we saw the video the other day, and the reason I'm getting involved in this is because I live in Philadelphia. Yes. I pay taxes here. You know, I'm not going to march on Washington in front of the White House because people, why aren't you going to Washington and protesting Trump? Part of your taxes. 90% of the country's already doing that, okay? That's my point. They want me to go and get, get crazy about Donald Trump. We have millions of people doing that. We have every member of Congress. We have the media. What, what would mean going on the air every day and saying, yeah, you know, Donald Trump, orange man, bad, he's a piece of shit, get rid of him, impeach. I don't need to do that. Everybody else is. So I worry about things that I not have control over, but things that I can get involved with in my local community. And, and that's what I've done my entire life. To bring attention to things that, that are not being brought attention to yet. Exactly, because stories like this get covered up by media people who don't want to expose this kind of stuff. I don't care whether a person is black, white, gray, orange, gay, straight, bisexual. I don't care the race. I don't care anything. I, when I see things that are wrong, I'm the guy who sticks up for the person who is being oppressed. I'm not, I'm not, bla- I, I, don't, I don't say the victim's always the hero. Sometimes the victim is the victim. Sometimes the bad guy is the bad guy. And when that happens, that's what I look at. And I've done this for 50 years that I've been doing this. I don't work for any political parties. I, 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 was, I was a re- Democrat my entire life. I've never become a Republican. I've never become registered Republican. But what I'm seeing right now happening in our cities is an outrage. I don't think I'm going to change the world, but I will be there at a protest this Friday at 11 a.m., and it's a place we know because our doctors are literally a block away mm-hmm. from the Planned Parenthood of Philadelphia office at 12th and Locust Streets in Center City, Philadelphia. Right. Robin and I have been by there. I park my car there a lot when I go over to Jefferson or Penn. <clears throat> so it's in a big area where there's a lot of hospitals down in Society Hill. And so when I see a guy who is a state elected official representing Philadelphia, and I see that and he— And your tax dollars are going to so pay I'm his paying salary. his salary. Right. I'm paying his salary. And so me, as someone who sees something that I find highly offensive— and don't give me the, well, all po- of course all politicians do. But here's the difference between what Brian Sims, state representative from Philadelphia, did and a lot of politicians don't do. He actually videotaped himself pretty much being a racist, a misogynist, anti-Christian. These are not opinions. These are facts. He is a white male who happens to be the first gay uh, legislator in Pennsylvania that's history. That's the great. Point. I don't care whether he's gay, straight, or anything else. I right. don't. I have so many gay friends. Even our neighbors are gay. So I'm not anti-gay. I, I had my, one of my high school friends was the first transsexual in Philadelphia. This is back in the '60s. Okay. So I don't want to hear this. I'm one of these old guys who doesn't understand homosexuality. That's bullshit. I understand my friends in the neighborhood. That neighborhood's been called the neighborhood since I was a child. So it's an area center city. But he doesn't just represent the neighborhood. He represents the entire city of Philadelphia, even though his district is not the entire city, but it's a large chunk of the city, which mm-hmm. is not just gay people. He should represent all the people that elected him. And so when you're, when you're t- signaling out elderly white women, calling her a white woman, first of all, he's a white male. And then he plays the, you're a white woman, an old white woman. And then there's another mother, two of her daughters, and a third girl 
teenage girls, one of whom was an African-American, and he goes on videotape and proudly posts this. 13, one 13-year-old and two 15-year-olds. Exactly. So they were teenage girls with their mother on Holy Thursday, the weekend leading into Easter, the biggest Christian. Right. Now, I know there's a lot of anti-Christian sentiment, and I'm trust me, you know me. I don't profess to be some great Christian or Catholic. I've denounced the Pope. I've denounced priests. So I'm not one of these Bible thumpers, as Representative Sims calls them, all you Bible thumpers. I'm an American citizen. I'm a concerned citizen. So I'm not a Bible thumper if I disagree with the way you act or the way you treat people. Then you can't go. And then then because he got hammered everywhere for the last couple of days, and justifiably so, and the fact that Facebook and Twitter have not pulled this video just shows you that anybody else posts this, that somebody they disagree with, they would have been pulled there. They would have had their accounts destroyed. I don't want his account destroyed. I want him to stay on Twitter and Facebook and all social media because he has a right to his opinion. But what Mr. Sims doesn't understand that the other people have a right to their opinion too. If they're blocking an entrance of a building, they should be removed. But if they're standing outside peacefully in front of Planned Parenthood and they don't happen to agree well, uh, with, with abortion, let me finish my, my point, Robin. And they don't agree with you. That's what a state representative is elected to do. You're not elected to just glad hand and have everybody kiss your ass because you're the first openly gay legislator in the state of Pennsylvania's history. That's not, that's not enough. That doesn't cut it. You represent a population, not a niche group. You don't represent just gay people. You represent Christians. I guarantee you there's a lot of Christians in your community. They don't have to be Bible thumpers. They don't have to go in and, 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 and throw blood at you and do that kind of crazy stuff. And by the way, I've never seen that happen at that Planned Parenthood in Center City. I'm not saying it hasn't, but I've never seen anybody who's an elected official grab a camera and videotape eight minutes first of him berating an elderly woman who had a pair of rosary beads. Well, she didn't the, have any picket signs. The teenage girls happened first. No, but I'm going to give you the one with the elder. That's the one that I saw first. Right. I didn't see the other one because I don't look at his stream. So this old woman who's standing there peacefully, did she look like she was threatening anybody? No, she, she was had by a, herself. She had a rosary in her hand. Correct. And I guess she was praying in front of, she wasn't blocking the entrance. No, she was she standing was, in front of the right. building. It's right on the corner. I've seen it many times. I've actually been in that building, okay? So... I'm not somebody who's just throwing stuff against the wall trying to get brownie points. I'm speaking for the people out there who don't have a voice. And now there's a big protest planned. And I guarantee you, Brian Sims is hiding in Harrisburg in his office. And he doesn't have the balls to come down. Not that there's not going to be any violence. There's not going to be any threats. I don't do that stuff. I want him to face the music to understand that he tried to post a video yesterday, which was a non-apology apology. Yeah. He never says, I'm sorry. No. Those women should sue him. They should sue him. Well, especially Governor Tom Wolf, the mayor of Philadelphia, what he did was actually criminal behavior. It wasn't about his opinion meaning more than the, the older woman. And he was trying to dox her. And doxing means he was offering to pay 100 or donate $100 to Planned Parenthood if we could find out the name and the address of that woman and then basically go and, and, and go to her house that's against the law. Yeah. Yet his video is still up. He should have been coughed and led away. That's the way the, war, the law works when you're not privileged. And he did the same thing. You talk thing. about white privilege, Brian Sims, you are the classic example of white privilege. Then you sit there and call an African-American teenage girl a white racist. He was calling them racist and one of them was black. 
So you talk about a guy who's deranged and unfit to lead anything. And, you know, he volunteers at the clinic and all that. Well, here's my, here's my little opinion. Here's my little uh, just talk, Brian, just to me or you. If you're that concerned, and you, sh- and you know what? I, I, la- I laud you for defending Planned Parenthood. You, you're sticking by your guns. I'm, not, I'm pro-choice, but I'm also pro-life. I, don't, I think abortion is wrong. I think especially late-term abortions are wrong. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to have that opinion. But I'm not bombing clinics. I'm not telling people to go there and shut the building down and block people from going in there and doing their business. I don't do that. But let me give you just a little hint. As someone who's been around this city for over 60 years, you're a 30-year-old something guy. You know, you're a hot property now in the Democratic Party. Good for you. But here's the deal. What you did was criminal. And the fact that you didn't apologize to the women that you absolutely harassed, you doxed them, you offered to pay money to have innocent people who've done nothing wrong, their lives destroyed. And all of your minions would have gone to that woman's house and caused a hubbub. Then the teenage girls with one, the mother was there with two of her kids, and the third girl was an African-American girl praying on Holy Thursday. But you know what happens? No, CNN's not running with this story. MSNBC's not running with this story. Luckily, somebody sent me an email that said that Tucker Carlson was going to have the mother on the show. So I watched it. I taped it and watched it, and I even became more outraged. And then I got the typical, oh, Tucker Carlson. You know what Tucker Carlson did last night? I don't care about his politics. Tucker Carlson had the balls to put the woman on to give her side of the story. And oh, guess, well, guess who wouldn't come on and give their side of the story? Brian Sims, hiding in his office in Harrisburg. And guess who else has said nothing about this heinous act? The mayor of Philadelphia. He's hiding out, uh, worrying about holidays to to commemorate, and not even acknowledging, because there's an election coming up here where Jim Kenney is running for the primary to be the candidate for the Democrats this fall. He's running for re-election for his second term. So he's laying low here. He's not going to get involved in this thing. He didn't get involved in the other incident, which put Philadelphia on the map recently was the Muslim school that had that rented a building and had all these young Muslim kids reading about beheading people, reading all of this Sharia law stuff. And then when the video was posted, they said, oh, it was a, it was a, it was a misunderstanding. That wasn't a misunderstanding. When kids are reading and they're reading from a piece of paper, and I don't care about the religion in this particular case, but in this particular case, these little kids were talking about we must behead the infidels. And then, of course, that gets exposed, and what happens? No media coverage, and then all of a sudden, the simple excuse, well, we, we, you know, this was just a, this was just I don't a, know how they started saying that I don't know how song. they read off the paper in unison yeah. condemning uh, the infidels. Listen, that, that's, they, they can do what they want, but to me, that's dangerous. Yeah. And that's it. But I'm not condemning all, I'm not condemning that all sounds Muslims. sounds like indoctrination to me. I'm not condemning all Muslims. I would condemn anybody who did that in an organized fashion, yeah. regardless of who they, if it was a KKK meeting in Philadelphia and somebody had a, vi- a video of these idiots with white any, hoods on and they were talking about, we got to go out there. Any organization. Exa- any organization that preaches hate of any kind, I'd be the first guy to call them out. I don't care whether they're Democrats, Republicans, independents. So to finish this off, Brian Sims, here's what I would recommend. And you're not going to resign and it's going to blow over like everything else that happens in the city. They're going to just hope that it goes away in a couple of weeks, like the governor of Virginia with the blackface scandal. You know, everybody was calling for his uh, resignation. And then they know that the news cycle only lasts a couple of days. So they moved on to Virginia. The governor's still safe. The attorney general down there has sexual misconduct charges. He doesn't resign. And, and Brian Sims, to me, what he did, 
pretty much disqualifies him from leading any public office. If you should just resign and then go volunteer and then be a full-time volunteer at the Planned Parenthood facility, go in there and do what you're doing, help people get in there and get the services that they request, and then get out of politics. Because if you're that deranged and you're that angry and you show that kind of callous disregard for human beings who may not agree with you, then you're unfit for office. I'm sorry. That is not the conduct of someone who represents anything more than one agenda. And politicians, I know the Democrats have their agenda and the Republicans, but the agenda of free speech and equal opportunities for all was just wiped off the face of the earth with your two videos, two different videos that he posted. And if you haven't seen these videos, I want you, I want you to watch them and tell me that I'm overreacting. And I'm not, again, I'm not a devout Christian. I'm not a devout Catholic. I don't go to church. You know, do I, do I say prayers for family members? Yes. That's what we all do when, we, when we, somebody we care about. We, we give up prayers that they feel better, they get better, mm-hmm. things of that nature. But I'm not going to church and I'm not reading the Bible. I've never read the Bible. I've never thumped the Bible. I've never even picked one up. I don't pick up any religious paraphernalia. You know, you believe what you want, and I don't care what your religion is. But don't use your religion or your sexual preference or your position to bully people in a public place. You have no business doing that. And not only should you resign from office, Brian Sims, you should be run out of office. So I will be there, and I will be live streaming this present this demonstration. So might we be a little bit late uh, starting no, the we'll show? No, we may we may do the whole show from there. Oy vey! But I'm going to be there live at 11 a.m. at the Planned Parenthood facility. We're not going to go in there and storm Planned Parenthood. We're not going to get people from going in or out. We just want to send a message to Brian Sims, and I know where his office is, and I want to go to his office too. Again, we're not going to get. We may have a bullhorn. We may have signs. Although I don't have, I won't have any like organized groups on there. I'm not representing any organized group. I'm not being paid. I'm not a hero. I'm a concerned citizen. You're representing freedom of speech. Exactly. That's what it's all about. And uh, the idea that a state representative represents everybody and would not seek out, single out certain demographics just because of the way they believe. And the whole white women. Here we have a couple of racist white women. White women. That's coming from a white guy. If you're going to play the bad white people card, how about you're not white? First thing. You know, it's obviously easy to, to rip people when you're a different race, but the white man card is being played now, even by white men against other white people. So don't give me the, look at these white people. Racists. AJ Marco says, this is way better than a Kanye rant. This is, there's substance in a Tony rant. I bash Christians anytime I want. See, Christians can be bashed and nobody really goes crazy. You know, for the most part, nobody, there, there's no rioting Christians. Who, the churches are being burned. You think people are marching and going crazy? No. I'm not even going to put a pussy hat on because I don't have one and I don't want one. I'm going to go out there as a citizen of this city, a taxpayer who pays the salary of Brian Sims to let him know that what he did is, is you know, because Philadelphia gets enough bad knocks. The sports fans in the city have notoriously get ripped by every single talking head in sports, every newspaper columnist outside the city. This city's been known, yeah, their fans are animals. They booed Santa Claus. They threw snowballs. You know what's now usurped that? The fans now are the least, the, the, the least of the problems nationally. It's our mayor who's dancing in his office Posting videos, you got a, a, a state representative going out there and and basically harassing women and children 
And then you got the, this, this Muslim organization that has kids professing to cut people's heads off. And that's all in national news. So if you think Philadelphia is just a stupid sports town with a bunch of morons and sports fans, this city's got a lot of issues like all big cities do. The difference is the big issues that are normally covered up are now coming to the light. The, the spotlight is now on Philadelphia for all the wrong reasons. And that's a concern. And the mayor of this city doesn't care. He doesn't issue comments. Brian Sims has been hiding. His, he, he put together a phony little video yesterday about he's going to do better. You're not going to do better. He and he apologized to Planned Parenthood. Yes, not he to didn't apologize people. to the women and the one woman who was on TV last night, the mother with their two kids and, and the friend. Uh-huh. She didn't even go after him. No. She was kind. She was like, Mr. Sims, obviously, you know, but she didn't say that he was a piece of shit and I'm going to sue his ass and all the other. That's what I would have done. If that was my kids, I would have threatened violence. And actually, I would have immediately gone and filed a class action lawsuit and I would have, I would have taken this guy. I would have sued the city. I would have sued Governor Tom Wolf. Well, she might still do that. I, I mean, would. I'm telling her. you right now, if there's ever a harassment case that's proven on tape, this is an open and closed case. Even the, the DA, the corrupt Larry Krasner, that communist, even him, even he has an open and shut case against Brian Sims. So this isn't about a politician just giving his opinions. This is about a man who assaulted, harassed, uh, castigated. He was anti-religion, anti-woman, anti Well, he was pro-church. just making up. He no, he, just- he's, he is all that he professes to be. He's the exact opposite. He is a misogynist. There were women he was... So the white women are wrong because they disagree well, with him? it's just women, period. No, but he was, called them white women, okay? Would he have done that if there were black women there? Would he have said that? No. He's a coward. He's a typical jerk-off politician who's now a shining star because he happens to be gay. You don't get a pass that way. I don't care what you are. You don't get a pass for bad behavior. And I don't care who you are. The president's being dealt with in Washington. They're trying to impeach him. If they impeach him, fine. Then he goes. But in my city, I'm going to stand up for what I believe are miscarriages of justice. Just like the nonsense with the Kate Smith statue when I stood up, I could just join the chorus of the typical need, lockstep morons in media who all preach the same company line. I think for myself. And you can do it back. You can check out anything. I've never, ever pro- protested. The only time I ever led a march of any kind was the Reggie White rally in Center City when he was with the Eagles and Norman Brayman did not even make him an offer to stay in. And I helped organize a radio, a radio station rally at high noon in, in Center City near the Love statue. And we had 25,000 people come out in unison to condemn the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles for not making an, uh, not making an offer. Did it change anything? No, but it brought awareness that Norman Brayman was the worst owner in Philadelphia sports history who would not even make an offer to one of the greatest players of all time and the heart and soul of the Eagles defense, Reggie White, who then went to Green Bay and won a Super Bowl. So that's, that's what I stand for. I stand for injustice. I'm not an activist. I don't go out every day and looking for things to march in and people to condemn. But when I saw that video, it really angered me. It really, and it should anger anyone who believes in fairness for all. That's all I'm saying. So that's why I'm going to be there. Yeehaw, that was that was might have been one of your longest rants ever, Tony. It's not even a rant. I'm just giving my opinion because this is this is coming from the heart. I don't have a script. I know. I don't want I don't want bad things to happen to I don't call for violence. I don't call for this guy should be, you know, barricade him inside his house, go out at two o'clock in the morning with a bullhorn. 
That's stupid. This guy needs to know that he's not going to get away with this. And he needs to react more so than just some lame, uh, scripted, non-apology that he posts on the video. And then he's re he, hasn't, he hasn't answered to anyone. That's well, the other thing. He's, he answers to the people, but he doesn't have the balls to come out and actually have a news conference and address it and take questions. They're hidden. The mayor is the same way. He's a gutless coward. He is a gutless piece of garbage coward. And I've been against this mayor from day one. And I've been here through many mayors, pretty much all of them from the 50s on. And there's never been a more gutless coward than Jim Kenney in Philadelphia. All right. That's it. That's my, uh, that's my political comment. It's not even a comment. It's not even political. It's me reacting as someone who was born here. I don't go into other people's cities and tell them, you know, who to protest against. When it happens in my city and I'm paying these people salaries, that's my voice. That's where I put my voice into play. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm not telling you to agree with me. I'm just telling you what I'm going to do for my city and my people. <laughs> I just like that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yes. Bob from Valley Forge. Who needs Vinny Tortorich? Tony lost three pounds on that rant. Exactly. If you want to lose weight, do the Tony Bruno rant diet. Just go off about how many calories you think I just burned during that. Uh... I'm sweating profusely now. I'm uh, sweating yeah. more than Joel Embiid looking at the stat sheet in the fourth quarter in Toronto last night. Now, I want to remind everybody, <laughs> if you have subscribed either through... Uh, your Amazon Prime account, by the way, if you have an Amazon Prime account and you've not subscribed yet, then you can subscribe to Twitch for free. It's called Twitch Prime. You just link your Twitch and your Amazon Prime account, and then you subscribe to Bruno Nation Live, and boom, you can subscribe, which normally costs $4.99. You get it completely free every single month. So do that if you haven't done it yet. Um, if you do not have an Amazon Prime account, you might want to consider getting it. It's exactly. cool. You get free shipping every anytime you order anything on Amazon. It's totally worth it. And um, if you don't want to, you can still subscribe to the Tony Bruno Show, starting at nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Or excuse me, five ninety nine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Are you four, out of your mind? Five ninety nine. It's four dollars and ninety nine cents every single month. And then there's different levels. And if you subscribe, then you will have access to our fantastic exactly. new Bruno Nation emotes more to be added constantly the more subscribers we get the more emotes we can have up there currently available to you if you click on the little smiley face in the message box and go to the bruno nation live line you'll see thinking bruno bruno 007 heisen bruno uh captain bruno and mad hatter bruno why and that be the mad hatter it was, i don't even like tea it was <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you, you know, you, you are a little mad hatterish every now and then. Uh, yeah, I need the official wine cellar workout towel here. Jen Old just said, uh, wipe your bald head. It's getting shiny. I have one of the Sixer towels that we get. Where are those, Robin? I need to wipe. I should wipe the Sixers' heads in my head after last night. I don't know, but that towel over there is clean. I don't want any dirty like Pete on it's towels. It's not dirty. Sure? Yes, I'm Let positive. Now, Dean, you, oh, he, Dean actually is giving us bits, so that's the other thing. There are bits and bits and bits and bits. And as you, if you see, you can see the leaderboard, Bully77 Mustang is in the lead, having donated um, 1,046 bits so wow, far. Wow, that's millions and millions. millions that's of like 100 million lira. Yes. <laughs> can we switch it over to lira? Or pesos. You know, it's like, how much is that? It's 5,000 pesos. Colin Damn, Colin. I don't have that. It's like, it's like $2. Hello. And that is your way. Like, if you liked Tony's rant... Tip him. 
It's like, you know, he, he was up on stage pontificating. Let him, you know, show show your love. Just think of me as a street performer. You know, you're like in Santa Monica and you walk on the Third Street Promenade and there's people playing guitars. <laughs> uh, Sorry. <laughs> Nasta, Ed Nasta, I drove from home to work during that one breath rant. Bravo, Tony. You're not getting that on Milk Toast Radio. Nope. Not even a snippet. What you're going to get on Milk Toast Radio is what you hear... Pretty much every single day. And and you're not getting same. three continuous hours of this. You're only getting 25 minutes an hour. So it's, it, we broke it down before. Three hours is 100, 180 minutes of continuous content yes. on this show every day. Yep. Regular radio over the air, still good. I'm not saying don't listen to it. In the three hours that we're doing this show, another radio show anywhere in this country, for the most part, will give you... Even if I go 30 minutes of content, which is not really true most of the time. 30 minutes per hour? 30 minutes per hour. The other 30 minutes is commercials. I know. Uh, they keep getting breaks. longer and longer. So like say, so in, in three hours of a standard radio show over the air, you're getting 90 minutes of content. On this show, you're getting 180 minutes of content. Double That's your twi- pleasure. So that would be like listening to a six-hour show to get the same content you get in three hours. And, and... What normally happens is what you've heard in hour one of a terrestrial radio show, you'll most likely hear again in hour two and then in hour three because they do the same things. They recap. We don't do that crap. Well, we did the other day when I recap, replayed my well, Kentucky I mean, sure. Derby thing. That's that was a, a big deal. Yeah. That but, was a big effing deal to quote Joe Biden but, about Obama. But we don't try to, like, if you miss something, you're not going to most likely hear it again because that's how come you, it's, it's appointment radio. You don't want to miss it because you're going to miss it. Exactly. No, you can catch this anytime. You can come. Well, you and can so when you can prove me wrong, like for example, the Derby thing, I did it, and people are like, "Oh yeah, right. I'm sure you did." You go back and listen to it and say, "Wow, he was right," or "That loser was wrong." This is this is a you can disagree. One thing about me, if you're on Twitter, you can disagree with me all you want, but when you start resorting to vile name calling and stuff, or there's a couple of young kids on there who are disrespectful and are obviously victims of bad parenting, which is sad. It happens. <laughs> And then they come on there and then tell me, I'm an, who, do, who are you? You're a nobody and all this other stuff. And then I look at them and they have 10 followers and all they follow is like dumb stuff on Twitter. Uh-huh. No substance. And again, you can do whatever you want. But when you, when you come at me as, and you're like a teenager with no respect for anybody who's come before you, that's then, one thing that really bugs You can disagree with me all you, you want. And you do that to want a thing where you're like, nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So I should block like a lot of people do. I tolerate a lot before I actually block somebody. You do. And I do. rarely block anyone. And so to get blocked on my Twitter or my Instagram, you really, really, really have to go over the line. Well, it's just that you end up getting tired of having to say the same thing over and over again. And I don't, need to, I don't need to go on there and say, by, by the way, do you know who I Google me. As, <laughs> as a famous personality in this city said once when somebody said, who the hell are you? The famous quotation, Robin. I, I have heard it many times. Let me play it for you again. Google me. Exactly. You want to know what's going on? You want to know what I've done, what I haven't done, the mistakes I've made, the women that I've loved, to all the girls I've loved before? You want to know how many chicks on Instagram are sliding into my DMs? It's all available now. There's nothing hidden here. There's no switching in the back, like they say in the jewelry store business. No switching in the back, Robin. It's all out there. It's all out. It's damn all right. out in the open. You're damn right. Because you know why? I ain't fitting to play no games. Is that how you spell that? 
Yeah, I ain't been. I, I, I yeah. ain't finna play no games. Like right here. Here we goes. AJ Wait. Marcos. AJ Marcos. Don't go there with me. The Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Nice you want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't fun no games. I ain't fun no games. I think she said fun. No. Fun no games. No, she ain't fun no, fin no play, play no games. She ain't fun play no games. You got to say it fast. See, Robin, you're so white. I am so white. I'm going to have Brian Sims come in here and condemn you as a pasty white woman. And you're not even Christian. So he's going to have to find your son's Christian. Well, that's his name. So you don't really have any, like, strong religious denomination, right? I have so if I were going to go Brian Sims on you, I could just play the white card. You're so, a woman, so I hate woman, so I'm going to play the I hate I was woman not, card. I was not raised going to church, but I do have faith. I was actually baptized as an adult in the Presbyterian church by choice, but I still don't really feel like I belong in a church necessarily. And unlike you, who was raised in a Catholic church, yes. I have actually, I took a comparative religions class. I've read the Bible. I've read the Quran. I've read uh, all sorts of other, like the Buddhist documents. She I've, even picks up tam- pamphlets on the subway when we get on there from religions that no one's ever heard of before. I have read the lost chapters of the Bible. Did you even know that there were such a thing? No, I know there were the last crusades with, uh, the, with, with what's his face, uh, Harrison Ford. Yes, did you read any of that stuff? Did you read about the Crusades? Yes, I have. Did you know the history of the War of 1812, which the Sixers re- yes, re- revisited last night in Toronto? <laughs> Where else are you getting 18, War of 1812 references in a sports show? Do you think anybody else out there, all these brilliant writers and great minds? No, the only the only thing that most people probably is the Overture of 1812, or what the 1812 Overture. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to play that right now. The eighteen twelve. This it's is the, they should have been playing this last night. Yes, in Toronto. <laughs> this was the the eighteen twelve overture by is it Mozart? I don't know who wrote it, but I know. Or is it? Uh, I know it's performed by the Philadelphia Orchestra with the great. And, and you talk about orchestras with the greatest conductors of all time. You know who the most famous Philadelphia Orchestra conductor was, Robin? Eugene Normandy. Eugene Ormandy and the Philadelphia Orchestra. Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky, and I should know this because I'm a big Tchaikovsky fan. I believe I saw him on the line last night for the St. Louis Blues when they got the victory and eliminated the Dallas Stars when Ben Bishop with 52 saves last night in hockey. Give me a little 1812 overture here. It is coming right Give me some kind of overture. Make an overture toward me. Slide into my DMs. Ladies and gentlemen, to commemorate last night's 76ers foray to the north, where Toronto is actually south of many U.S. cities. Did you know that geographically? The city of Toronto, if you look at it and you look at the parallels, uh-huh. Toronto is actually farther south than some American cities because of the way the... Oh, the curvature of yeah, the, not the, curvature the northern of the spot, border? Yeah. yeah, most people think it's just straight across, but it actually yeah, no. curves down, yeah. Canada comes because Toronto is south, even though they're the north. They're like That's like calling South Philly North Philly. We're not the north, we're South Philly. But anyway, Sharks tonight, Game 7, Robin. Avalanche in the Shark Tank. That'll be rocking tonight. It has a very slow build, Tony. But I know, but is, that's okay. It's a nice, it's, it's, it's a way is, to talk up it. Talk this it up. is the full 1812 or- Overture by Tchaikovsky with cannons. Cannons? Yes, there's cannons in the... In not the, Nick Cannon. He's not... No. I think he, he, he get, got off that show a couple of years ago. Is this Eugene Org... Which orchestra is this? This is the... Um, 
Which one is this one? It should say it up right on there, Robin. It is not saying it. Otherwise, I would be telling it to you, mister. Not Isaiah Cannon, of course. Another former six are great. Uh, this is a slow build-up, Robin. It is a very This is like the Inagata De Vida album side version. Do you know what Eugene Ormandy, when he was... Morton Gould. Morton Gould? I don't know who that is, and it doesn't even say what orchestra it is. I need to... I need, don't you listen to Sirius XM, the, we listen to that a lot in the car. The classical channel. Is it okay to fast forward? Yeah, fast forward this. Can we, can we skip and do a mix? Riddle, get out of there. Get that plastic bag on. He's like scratching at the plastic bag. Oh, there we go. See, this is a little bit more. I can do like the announcers do on, on the classical stations. And now this piece from Tchaikovsky, the 1812 Overture, Eugene Normandy conducting the Philadelphia Orchestra. You know, Fantasia, that's played in the Disney movies, was the Philadelphia Orchestra with Eugene Normandy. Did you know that, Robin? <laughs> I have to read this description. Hold on, I have to turn, turn it down just a little bit. This is the description. Wait a minute, it's building up to a crescendo. Wait, before you do, bring it up. Crank that bitch up. No, 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 it's going back down again. It says, warning. Cannons may make dogs bark, scare your mom, leave your neighbor dumbfounded, make cats panic, wake you up in the middle of the night shouting at the top of your lungs because you think you're being robbed, scare the crap out of you, and or blow up your ears and brains, among other things. Oh, here we go. There we go. This there is where this go. is the part that everybody knows. Now, this is in the Breaking Bad, uh, not Breaking Bad, the, uh, the Bad News Bears, remember? Yeah. This has been in a lot of movies. This is what they were hearing in Toronto last night. As Joel Embiid had his head down looking at the stat sheet in the fourth corner. Speaking oh, of scaring cats. The cannons haven't come yet. Bang those suckers. This music woke up my dog Rex as I'm watching the Phillies game. This is also a really great uh, fireworks. Oh, absolutely, music. yeah. Every fireworks show has this. Usually for the big finale. When they, sh when they start shooting up everything. Yeah. See, but it goes back down again. See, I don't know if anybody knows, but this is actually the, based is upon the war. Yes. And so it's like different different skirmishes. Mm -hmm. There's one where the 76ers turned it over for the ninth time in the first half coming up. Listen closely. <laughs> Here we go. And there goes Kawhi, who was really quiet in the first half, <laughs> but he finally cranked it up in the second half. Uh -huh. And the 76ers. This is what part of the 31 points off the turnovers by the Sixers right here. This is what they were playing up in Toronto when Drake was bouncing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know the Toronto Raptors, who were part of the War of 1812, if you remember, go back uh -huh. to the history Yeah, oh, absolutely. They were totally there. They I love the, their uniforms back then. They were the best team in the regular season in the NBA at shooting the three balls since they got Marc Gasol. He was also part of the war when the Spaniards came in in the War of 1812, because the Spaniards and the Brits were pretty much trying to take over every country in the world. Don't forget the Dutch. And the Dutch, too, but the Dutch, they usually retreated. Now, the French usually retreated. They always gave yeah, up. Yeah, no, the Dutch were actually very active back then. So the Sixers had 19 turnovers, resulting in 31 points. It was a transition sensation. 16 of 40 from the three-point line. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we surrender. It was nice of Brett Brown to pick up the white flag at the end of the game and yes. wave it for all the Toronto fans who had surrendered the War of 1812. Thomas Jefferson even made an appearance at the end and said, I thought we were just going to be able to walk right into Quebec and Toronto and win the game. But no, no. Alas, 
those nasty neighbors to the north brought the, brought the artillery. They brought the big guns. They brought the Gatling guns. The cannon, the cannons, they brought the cannons. Where's the damn cannons? I don't know. Damn, it's taking a long I could, time. I wish I could, like, know where exactly they come in. This is a long, at, this is 15 minutes long, Tony Bruno. You see, if I was That's playing this kind of music when I was a young kid working on a music station, and I would go out in the parking lot to knock off a little action, uh huh. I wouldn't have played in the God of Vida. You would play this. Well, uh, light my fire by the door. Bob from Valley Forge is saying, "Hey, Robin, thanks for playing Tchaikovsky. That's the only piece I've had in months." Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me fast forward again, shall we? Let's get to the cat. I want the big finish here now. Let me see if now. I can go to the big finish. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, here we go. speakers let's see ricardo muti pull that shit off <laughs> tony tony and nc says i need a cigarette <laughs> you got some water as andy reed once said uh, aj marcus prostitutes have never waited this long for anything <laughs> they would have charged you double for that Ay, 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 ay. oh Pyotr tchaikovsky man he really does it for you huh but how good was i though was i not Conducting. If there was a real orchestra in this basement, they wouldn't fit because it's really tiny. You are conducting like nobody's business. I really, I, I really like the drop down right afterwards. The oh, collapse. It's like watching. Uh, who's the guy we went to see? The Dutch guy at the Wells Fargo Center. Um. Uh. uh With a, his orchestra, the. Uh, uh, um. They're the they're the orchestra. What's the they had the waltz orchestra? Yes. Um. Uh, uh, it starts with an A. Uh, Andre, Andre uh, Napocelli. Come on, Robin, you're Dutch. I know. I guarantee you I burned at least 100 calories during that performance. <laughs> the 1812 Overture. It was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, <laughs> Andre Ryu. Andre Ryu, yeah. He's from, uh, what's the town in uh, Holland? 
Uh, is it Schiedam? No. No, no. He does a lot of his shows for me. I know. It's you a, talk about a guy who like, gets into it. It's in Maastricht. I just don't remember exactly. Leonard yeah. Bernstein Maastricht. used to get into it too. When these conductors would get into it and they'd sweat. There's a great Bugs Bunny cartoon where. Yes. Rhapsody Rabbit. Remember that one? Maastricht. Maastricht. No, you can't say it with a. It, there's no K there. It's Stricht. I did my cardio today. What have you done? <laughs> that was epic. Epic. Ugh. That was an epic, Bruno. From from rants to conducting, you're not going to get this anywhere. No. Else. Who else is getting up? Except I didn't have my. Should have had my chopsticks down here. I would have looked more official. <laughs> I could have tapped on the mic. Boom. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. All right. What else do we have? So I give you the hockey, right? But how about the first no hitter in baseball last night? Nobody saw it because it was happening in Oakland. Late night baseball action, yo. Janul 27 says that we need to put on the field. I know, but we can't have it on the camera there because we're not allowed to show a game live. So well, I have to put it on. I could put it on because you can't really see the Okay, so then thing. put it on. I want to keep up to date. It's, I know it's and a one nothing. And we wouldn't have the sound on, so. Exactly. I need a tissue now. My sinuses are draining. <sighs> Seriously, how many calories do you think I burned? Uh, I don't know, Tony Bruno, but it was a lot. It was fun, though. It was fun. Whoops, I didn't mean to do that. Every once in a while, you got to put on NBC Sports in Philadelphia. Whoops, you know what? You were so active that you actually... Two nothing. So in the Oakland A's game last night, Robin, we had the first no-hitter of the season. And it's a guy who threw a second no-hitter in his career. Mike Fires. Firing the baseball last night at the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. What do they call that thing now? It used to be O.co, remember? Is it the Oracle Coliseum, too? I think it is. Because the building where the Warriors play is still the Oracle. I think they named the, uh, the football, the baseball stadium where the Raiders and the A's play is the Oracle as well. But anyway, last night, Mike Fires, who threw a no-hitter with the Astros in 2015 flung a 2 nothing shutout of the Reds. And what's interesting to note here, I mean, you had, he had great defense in the outfield, great defense in, in the infield, two great plays that helped save it. And i got to give credit to Bob Melvin, the manager of the Oakland A's. They asked him afterwards. You know, he threw 120-something pitches. And as a manager, you're like, okay, I know he's got a no-no going. I should have breathed. I should have been breathing better. I held my breath during that entire overture at the end. The thrilling conclusion? Oops. Now I feel like Joel Embiid trying to get a rebound in the third quarter. So anyway, so Mike Fires is out there, and he's firing the ball. And, and Bob Melvin says, in the seventh inning, I told him, if you get a runner on, you're coming out. So Mike Fires knew that even though he had a no-hitter, his manager was not going to leave him in there just to try to get a no-hitter. If he gave up a base runner in the seventh, he would have been gone from the game. They would have gone to the bullpen, and there would have been no no-hitter. So give it up. A man who did not go with the analytics and the book crap that all these managers do, managing by numbers and analytics. Bob Melvin, though, the right thing to do is to pull him out of there. But he let his boy go. And he's only one of eight pitchers in baseball history to throw no-hitters for multiple teams. And the other guys who did it, pretty good company. Nolan Ryan, you heard of him. Cy Young, you heard of him. They named an award after Cy. You have uh, 
Randy Johnson, Jim Bunning, the former Philadelphia Philly and congressman, and Hideo Nomo, among the eight guys who have thrown no hitters for at least two different teams. Nolan Ryan did it for three teams. I need another tissue, Robin. My tissue box is empty. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Robin, what you got to put NBC Sports on? I'm trying to get the. What the hell are you doing with Fox News on in here? It. Yeah, the Weather Channel. I'm, I'm trying to get through. I think it's like 8:57 or 8:56. What's the matter with you? I don't want to see porn, porn, porn stars. I thought that was porn stars. Although they do have a nice. Uh, Deli sign that you're trying to get the pawn or are they trying to sell that or pawn it? Anyway, can I have the remote control, Robin? I'm trying to get Jeez. through. I'm trying to get through you, and it's not working. It's over there. Let me get six. I don't know. I have hot fires. I have no idea where any channel is because they still don't have the voice-activated remote control. Well, they do, but we haven't got it yet. They should at least come here and put it in. Anyway, I'll find it. Phillies are up two nothing. It's actually four nothing now. So trying to give it. Damn to it, me. Robin. Give it to me so that I can find it. I'll find it. God (laughs) damn it. This is bullshit. Tony, (sighs) just give it to me. You're like even more... (sighs) You need to be talking. What's the Phillies score on... uh, What's the Phillies... Ouch! And then you just scratch me with your fingernail. Cesar Hernandez with a big two-run double. And all of a sudden, Bryce Harper and Cesar Hernandez are no longer the two most hated guys in Philadelphia thanks to the 76ers' performance last night in Toronto because Bryce hit the grand salami last night. Well, everybody was focusing on basketball. Phillies lit up the Cardinals last night. 11-1, to Aaron Nola's best effort of the season. And Bryce Harper, much maligned, busted out of it. And Cesar Hernandez who's also uh, under a lot of heat in this town for his offense and defense at times, starting to at least break out of it. Snap out of it! (sighs) Dean says, don't let your kids watch symphonies on TV, though. You know why, Robin? Why is that? Too much sax and violins. Ha, 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 ha. There's no sax in the the orchestra. No. Okay, all right, I gotta go. Can you, can you all can go get me some tissues or do the or do a talk for talk for a couple minutes? <laughs> well, you know what? Here's what I will do while Tony is off uh, clearing his nostrils. Um, I want to tell you about weird Mother's Day gifts for those of you. Mother's Day is on Sunday, and you can't forget mom. And flowers are old. Uh, the, the normal stuff is, you know, she's gotten a thousand bouquets of flowers. They're going to die anyway, even though you, you still want to do it, like, with another gift. You're going to have mom buy uh, sexy underwear? Nah, my, sexy underwear is awkward for mom. Not a good idea. So here are some... Remote, Robin? That's the wrong channel. Here are some ideas for, for Mother's Day gifts that you might not have thought of um, <laughs> in... In your in your repertoire, and you still have enough time to 
purchase it on Amazon because if you have Amazon Prime, it's free shipping and it has oftentimes like overnight shipping. So this is your, this is what we're going to get for Mother's Day idea. Um, here you go. It's a fabulous brush with a bottle opener stuck at the end. Now, what mother wouldn't like that, right? Um, <laughs> we also have a, you know, for those, for the Star Trek fans, how about a Star Trek Darth Vader humidifier? Which is perfect because, you know, he sounds like this. <laughs> which is like, that's exactly what it is, you know? Um, then we got the, uh, well, we don't care about the impractical. Here we go, the FU candle. It is a wonderful fist in the perfect formation with a candle right up on top on the middle finger. Who doesn't want that? What mother doesn't want that? One of my favorites, the Nancy Pelosi, Our Lady of Shade candle. For all of those uh, Catholics out there that like a little, you know, throw a little shade. Um, I personally, this, I want this. This is no joke. I actually want this thing. It's called a sleep robot. Uh, if you can see it here, it's sort of this little round pillow, and I, it looks like it has a light in there. But um, this is a pillow called Somnox. It's a sleep robot that expands and contracts in a pattern that resembles human breathing during sleep. I want one of those. This would be fantastic. Do I have an iron lung that I can borrow right now? I think you need one. Did you hear the doorbell, Tony? Yes, I did. Somebody's dropping off a gift, I hope. I hope and it's nobody. A... We need a nanny. We need a wet nurse or a nanny or a day maid. Here. Actually, this one Tony could totally use. This is a headband that doubles as reading glasses. I haven't seen it. Do you have pictures of these? Yes. They're being played right now. So this is a, this is a headband. So you Don't can, play me like that, Robin. So you can, you can flip them up and keep your hair out of your face. Or you can flip them down in their reading glasses. How awesome is that? Can you play outfield and then catch a fly ball with those two, like the flip-down glasses that they use in baseball? Now, here's a nice one for your girlfriend or your mom if she's walking to the car by herself. A lovely ring that doubles as a self-defense weapon. Oh, I love those. You yes. Try, and then you can, like, slice somebody's throat in the middle of the it's night. It's called the attack. Defender Ring. Then you don't need a gun to blow people and it, away. And yeah. it has a beautiful design on top, but that way if they're walking to their car by themselves, somebody sneaks up on them. Or, you know, if it's me and Tony Bruno's just pissing me, pissing me off, I just go, pop! Just pop them one. Bam. And they're, it's, it's kind of like a single uh, spiked uh, knuckle ring. Um, here, every mother. This is the perfect thing for every mother or for the guy whose uh, wife is, is making Is it a dildo? Him, no, whose uh. wife is making him go to yoga classes. It's a fake yoga mat that holds six beers. A fake yoga it's, mat? It's like rolled up. How do you, you roll see, up beers in a yoga mat? It's like putting like an alligator but I wanna, in your, in I want to point out yoga pants. that it, I think it says, is it, oh no, I thought it said Yangling, but it's Jenny Beer. I have never heard of that. Genesee yes. Cream Ale from Genesee, New York, upstate. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, Jenny okay. Cream Ale. That's what I used to drink when I was 12 years old so, when I started drinking beer. So the, I, I like the yoga mat. Um, Zombie-themed bedding because you need a restful night. <laughs> <laughs> zombies are so like free. And I, I, you know me, I love zombies. That that'll certainly help you sleep. 
Oh, here we go. Pot infused popcorn for mom who wants to like watch, oh. like binge watch some of her favorite shows on Hallmark. Yeah. She can eat the pop infused popcorn. Pot. And, and then mom will be like all chilled and shit. Yes. Hey, mom, what are you watching, mom? Uh, a doggy air high. conditioner cover. I wonder if they make them in cats. We could like be really crazy cat ladies and guys. Well, anyway, there you have it. If you want some strange ideas, just contact Miss Robin. I will give you all sorts of fantastic ideas for Mother Day's, Mother's Day. And if you have any ideas for Mother's Day, let me know. I'll add it to the list. You know what they say. It's not that busy, man. It's not that busy. Exactly right, man. Okay, I'm going to go upstairs and see, see what Amazon brought us. Maybe okay. it's a fun gift. Maybe it is. In the meantime, I'm watching Phillies baseball. It's a 3-2 pitch to Bryce Harper, Bush Stadium, top of the fifth. Popped him up, but it's going to go foul. Can I do live play-by-play on the air? It's 4 nothing. Phils, top of the fifth. Man on second, and Bryce Harper at the dish. Nine pitch at bat for your MVP, Bryce Harper. The happiest man in Philadelphia, thanks to the 76ers. Remember, winner of them. The Sixers, I don't know if they're going to win this series. But once this is over, all we've got in this town, all we need is Phillies baseball. Oh, and he walked him. And all of a sudden, the Phillies who could not get a hit in game one of the series against the Redbirds, now all of a sudden scoring runs and getting men on base. So we'll keep you up to date on that. Pot Popcorn. Did they just sprinkle CBD juice on it? I mean, you, you know, we saw about the cocaine shrimp the other day. We're talking about how cocaine in, in, in Britain and in some of the rivers where people are throwing cocaine away. Uh, the shrimp, which were living in the spawning in the rivers, were ingesting the coke so that when they actually brought the, caught the shrimp to feed people, they had a little extra coke buzz in it. Coconut cocaine shrimp, I think, they're going to be at Applebee's this, uh, this week on the on 9.99 endless shrimp platter. Well, they're called pop-up popcorn, not popcorn, popcorn. And asking me here on the website, are you 21 or a medical marijuana patient? Uh, <laughs> yes. Now, be honest. It says, yes, I am 21. Let me in. Um, Low-dose snack-size microwave popcorn mini bags. Yeah. Does it say how it's... I don't have my I think it's, it says it's anyway. infused... They Everything's infused. Infused with pot, with marijuana. Ugh. Pop up popcorn merges the experience of fresh hot popcorn with cannabis. We actually have one a satisfied customer who tasted it out for his mom and tested this popcorn. Let's go and get a reaction. Uh, 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 what was the, uh, it was helpless, uh, not helpless, see what happens when you do that yeah. popcorn, you mumble and stumble and bumble, you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, we did get an Amazon box, Tony. We did, what's in the, oh, we gotta do our segment here live. Oops. What did you drop? The, uh, the other remote, remote. control and you broke it now? Oh, what's in the box? Well, Let's do a live opening of an Amazon Prime box, ladies and gentlemen. You're not getting this anywhere else. It could be something from our wish list. I don't know. For those of you who do not know what our Amazon wish list is, on our homepage, if you scroll down, you can see the Amazon logo. Click on that. It'll bring you to the Bruno Nation wish list. If you so 
feel inspired to send us anything off of there. Yeah, let's be honest. You're on Amazon every day like Robin is. Yeah, and if you're if you're buying something for yourself, just throw a little something something in there for us too. Exactly. All right. Uh, what's in the box? Don't and you have a razor that you can just slice that baby open without slicing your hand open at the same time? I have scissors. They're no, sick. you're not getting this anywhere else, man. Meanwhile, I'm keeping an eye on the baseball game where's, for you. Where's our what's in the box? Uh... I played it twice already. I know. Uh, we need... What's in the box? There we go. I don't have box opening music though. We should we should have some kind of box opening. We I got need one. A mu- here. I we got need, a good song. We need to have this. like a musician on staff. Yeah, let me that play this. Make this, us... is, this is good box opening music. Oh, Tony, I think this is something for you. Oh, oh it's nice and ooh, it's crunchy. We're doing a story about this coming up soon. It's called Ass Eater. Yes, it's for our adult-only content part of the program coming up, so we will let you know when we do the story about a man we will only refer to as the Ass Eater. Here she comes, baby. Watch out, watch out, watch out. So... Was this from one of our fans, Tony? Uh, hang on. No, it looks like it's, uh, I know what it is. It's an aquaponics bag. Is this the only one? I thought we got two bags. Nope. There's only one bag? It's only one bag. Let me open the bag. Let me see what's in that bag. Let me see what's in that bag. And no, it is not Tony Shark's jersey. Tony Shark's jersey is in the storage unit. And I'm not going to the storage unit because I will actually get violent the next time I go to the storage unit. Oh, I know what this is. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put your hands together for something that will save my pond this summer and all the beautiful koi swimming around daintily. They'll be happy campers, happy fishies, fishy, 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 because I have now received, thanks to Amazon Prime, where I paid half the price I would pay at an overpriced, stinking aquarium store in the Delaware Valley. And I like to shop local sometimes, but they don't even have this. That's why we ordered it on Amazon. And you know what it is, Robin, right? We're talking about balls. Balls, baby. As the great Tom Looney would say, it's not from Adam and Eve, no. There's a late night show where they show, they sell dildos. You ever see that? They're flipping around on the channel. Is it the old lady? No, yeah, no, it's a chick. It's a heavy set chick in a store where they sell all the dildos. Oh, no, I haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah. I just She's remember- hot, though. I mean, she wears like a corset. Pretty good. I mean, it's not spank revision, but it's pretty good for late night. It's better than Cinemax. Let me just I just tell you remember, right the, and when, I'm not talking Dr. Ruth. I'm talking about some other woman. She was older. Uh, no, no, no. This is, this is she, actually she in the store. She would talk about um, different sexual toys. and. No, no, no. This is work. on like one of those uh, you know, sell channels, not, not on QVC. Or, it's on <laughs> one of those channels where they sell shit 24-7. If those were beads, they would be really big-ass beads. I don't know. Literally. I have a lot of beads from New Orleans. Do you Orleans, need to open it right now? Ga- yeah, I just want to take one out so people can see it. Because you can't. all you can see is a mesh bag. You know, it's not contraband either. Isn't there one way to open up the bag? So I don't you- know. There's no, there's no drawstring. Yeah, there's oh, yes, sir, there's a zipper. Here, give me the scissors There's back. a zipper because you can keep these babies nice and sealed. Let me just show you what these babies look like. Now, can you hear them? Balls. So what do those balls do, Tony? They're bio balls. 
bio oh, balls. Oh, they bounce, too. They're bouncy bio balls. Oh. They're not sweaty balls, though. I already had those I'm earlier today. I them. So these, basically, you put these in the bottom of an aquarium filter or a pond filter, and they uh, filter out a lot of the algae. And, and so when you're keeping your pond clean as the water runs through a filter, which is a mesh unit and then the uh-huh, white uh-huh. then this goes down to the bottom, and all of the essential... Uh, Bacteria. The essential oils? Well, no, I have the essential oils upstairs. (laughs) The essential bacteria, which is necessary, Philly just popped up with the bases loaded to end the top of the fifth. But the damage is done for nothing. They could have really busted that game open. But a pop-out ends it with the uh, bases left loaded. So what they do, to show you that we're not just stupid sports people here, Uh uh or historians, which we've proven... But this is what you need when you go. And we do it ourselves. My first pond that I ever did was before there was YouTube and any video you wanted in Google. You know, you didn't go on to the internet because there was no internet when I built my big pond system up in Montgomery County. Right. And I got a big, you know, big Tupperware container, one of those big totes. Right. Like, you know, the green right, right, ones. Right, right. People put Christmas there. So I made one, I made a pond filter out of that. So I'd have the pump suck the water into this filter going in through the top, going over filtration material, and then in the bottom of it, there would be all these bio balls, but they were bigger ones because it was a big pond. This is just a 20-gallon pond. So then these sit in the bottom, and all the active bacteria... Let me feel one of those babies. Oh, you want to feel my balls? I want to feel your balls. They're hard balls. Wow, they, they are. They're, they are hard. They're nice and They're stiff. not very heavy, though. And I have two of them, not <laughs> only one. Some people have one. You need two. It's a filtration sensation. You know, if if you look at them, they look like they have like teeth inside. Yeah, they're, they're, that's what they have. They have all. See, that's all the substance, the surface area, because if it was just a ball, it would have just one surface area all the way around. Now, are these reusable, like, or do they? Do no, they... no, you leave them in there. But you know, once a year, like in the winter, when you shut the pond <laughs> if down, somebody just comes in and hears us. We're talking, talking balls today. Talking about big. Now let me show you how I throw my my split finger bio ball, as we're showing you a demonstration here, like John Cruck does when he's eating a million different things. So what you're saying is that all the algae and... It's not necessarily algae. It's bacteria. Because remember, all of the poop of the fish goes into the top. So it's getting sucked out of the pond, and it goes through the pipe into the top of the filter where there is another pipe that I put in. Yes, these look like langoliers. Langoliers. From Stephen King, if you don't... Exactly. And you can see they have a lot of different surfaces in there because it's not just one ball. Let me see if you can get a close-up on that. Can you get a close-up on that, Rob? So there's a lot of material. There's a lot of material in there for the bacteria to collect, and the bacteria keeps everything going. But the water gets cleaned for the fish, all of their poop, and and, and by the way, and then that water that's filtered. It first, when it's not filtered, it runs through a big four-inch pipe, which is our aquaponics system that we built in the backyard. And we don't smoke that pipe. No, we don't. Although you could. It's a water pipe, but it's not to be. We're going to have to go out and do a couple of segments. Yeah. And then post them on our Twitch channel. And AJ Marcus said, just leave it in, Robin. I am, yeah, no. By the way, for women out there, it's never a good idea to put anything up there where you just leave it in. No, you don't. You have no. to take it out. Excuse me. Voila. Whip this out. Uh-oh, I dropped your balls. Keep, stop dropping my balls, Robin. You're paying the balls. Speaking of that, we do have an update coming up still. We have a John Daly golfing in the golf cart update, too. Did you hear this story, Robin? No, I did not. Well, you know John Daly, right? Yes. Have you ever met John Daly? Um, yeah, we were, where were we? Probably Tampa, because that's where he hangs out all the time with his RB. And he travels the country, and he's got a big van, and he, he stops at golf tournaments. Right. Still a very popular guy. You know, obviously, he was he, back in the day when he first came on the scene, he used to just 
grip it and rip it. I mean, he was a monster. Yeah. He'd hit the ball a million miles. And when he first started, he was actually winning some major championships. Well, and then, and then he got the fabulous pants. Yeah, and then the pants. I mean, the whole bit. I mean, John Daly <clears throat> is not a great golfer anymore, and he's got all kinds of physical problems now. In fact, he was mentioning that he's driving around in his RV, that he drives around and he stops and signs autographs right. and goes to golf cart tournaments. And he's going to be playing in the PGA Championship coming up in Bethpage Black on Long Island. Now, Bethpage Black is another one of those public courses like Pebble Beach uh-huh. where regular people can play, pay on, play on it. It's pay to play. It's not a private course. But Bethpage Black has hosted many major events. I had relatives in Bethpage, Long Island. And so people who have been up there know it's a beautiful track, and all the big boys are going to be there. This is next weekend, not this weekend. Next weekend, PGA Championship, another major. So Tiger, who hasn't been active since he won the Masters, is going to be playing next week with all the big names. And then John Daly's in the field. And if you're wondering, how the hell does John Daly get into the PGA Championship? He's got an exemption. Because once you win a PGA Championship, which he did in 1991, when they are at Crooked Stick. Uh-huh. You have a lifetime exemption, so you can play in the PGA tournament every PGA even championship. Even if you suck, even if you suck, you have to make a cut. But so do you? I mean, yes, it's the it's. But here's the thing: like in the Masters, you saw old guys, Barnard Langer, right? And you're like, why are they in there? They're on the P, They're on the seniors tour. John Daly is still playing with the seniors. Those over fifty, there's a separate tour. But a lot of those guys on the senior tour also play on the PGA tour. Not every week, but they have their own separate division. The seniors, they call it the champions. I call it old dudes who can still play golf, which is a lot of guys. So anyway, so now he's had health issues. He had knee issues. Right. It says here that his his knee is screwed up. He had uh, arthritis from uh, this is a quote from him. My knee is screwed. I had the meniscus cut out. I have osteoarthritis so bad I can walk up a hill. I can't can't walk walk down. down. I have all those quotes here, Robin. You think I'm just falling off a golf cart here? No, I'm heavily prepared for the show. So John Daly Asked the PGA Tour if he can get a golf cart because of his inability to walk 18 holes. He says he could walk like six holes, and then he, and he's been having dizziness problems too. So as he's been touring, he was here in Philadelphia. As he's been making tour stops on his way up to Bethpage in Long Island, he says he's been having dizzy spells lately. That's not why he needs a golf cart. He's going to get checked out for that for a doctor. But his knee situation, his arthritis, and obviously he's still a big dude, it's, he asked if they would allow him to ride in a cart which is not allowed. The last golfer who was allowed on the PGA Tour with a cart, you remember Casey Martin was his name. Casey Martin was in the U.S. Open in 1998 and 2012, and he had, an, he had a, a, a condition where he too couldn't walk. It was, and he was a younger guy, so it wasn't like he was old, fat, and heavy. But Casey Martin got an exemption to use a golf cart in two major championships back in those um, two majors. The U.S. Opens, as I mentioned, in 1998 and 2012. But now John Daly is going to be allowed to use a cart up at Bethpage Black in the PGA Championship. And the one thing, and John Daly's a pretty humble guy. I mean, he's just a regular down-to-earth guy. He talks to everybody, whether you like him or not, doesn't matter. He's just impossible to dislike. You know, he's, he's, he's basically an every guy who managed to make it to the PGA Tour because he was big, heavy, and he would rip the ball and swing with all his might. And he put on a show. He was an absolute must-watch guy, you know, back in the 80s and 90s. When he was winning championships. So now he's going to play. And he, one thing he says, I hope people don't ridicule me because I'm in a golf cart. Because, you know, on the PGA Tour, yeah. these guys are walking 18. They have a caddy. And he's like, I hope people understand that I'm not doing this 
uh, and I don't want them to ridicule me because I'm too lazy to do it. He has debilitating pain, and he also has a knee, and he wants to play in another PGA championship because he's got the exemption to play. So why wouldn't you go if you can still physically do it? Now, he may not eventually, eventually not even play, depending on how right. bad these dizzy spells are and how bad the pain is. Well, the PGA gave him the exemption and said that the only stipulation that they have is that he uses a cart with no roof. Is that like a horse with no name? I guess so. I'm just checking. I wonder why that would make a difference. So he's gets, he gets to use a cart with no roof. Right. Yeah, because when you're on a golf course with, with the hackers on a regular muni, you know, you got hackers out there swinging. So they, all the all golf carts on regular public golf courses and a lot of private ones have a roof in case somebody hits a shot right, when you're crossing. But why would the PGA stipulate that, that there's no roof? There's no roof. So they can see everything is going on because nobody's going to be hitting into John Daly when he's crossing right, the right. fairway. And so I think it's so for television purposes oh, so that everybody okay. can see him. You know, a lot of guys hide in carts. Maybe he's drinking a beer. Maybe they don't want to see him catch him drinking a beer when he's going to the next screen. <laughs> no, but I'm sure it's for television purposes and the fact that these guys don't really need covered carts when they're playing. Because a covered cart would really look like you're playing, yeah, it would you know, in some, okay. some $25 to play around municipal golf course. It would look like an course. open menu. Now, uh, I guess he requested the same thing from the British Open last year, <laughs> but they turned him down. Yeah, those Brits, even though their courses look like pastures and there's like no grass... No trees, just wide so he open. Had to, he had to pull from, pull out from the British Open because of that. Well, sometimes I had to pull out too. I think Tiger Woods did that once. He said, "Yesterday I did pull out," but he's uh, no Bob from Valley Forge with even more late breaking news. Bob says, "I hear he's going to have two golf carts, one to drive his fat ass around and another one to carry the cooler full of beer." Now you see that's just wrong, man. That's just wrong. He doesn't have a cooler. He has a keg. And the keg's on the <laughs> back. Eggerator. Since he doesn't have to carry his cart, I mean his bags, and his and his caddy will carry yeah. the bags, what better place to put the, the keg than on the back where the golf bags would normally be? Strap that baby down, put all kinds of advertising on there, get a big beer brand to sponsor, probably PBR. Well, right? you know that John Daly, not only does he have all those other issues, but he's diabetic now, too. You know yes. what he needs to do? What? He needs to do talk to Vinnie Tortorich. And do our uh, yeah. fasting diet? He needs to you do think John fa- Daly could give up beer? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> He's asking me to give up wine for a month. I don't give up anything. I didn't give up wine for Lent. I didn't give up meat for Lent. I ate meat like a mofo. Well, now you can eat as much I'm meat I'm going to go to want. hell. That's how much I pay attention to rules and regulations of Christianity. Nobody tells me what I eat. And nobody puts Tony in a corner. BMAC 2924, by the way, I, I the fact that you just wrote uh, bleed purple hashtag, um, the way that works, because you're seeing it on the screen, if you type in bleed purple and then the number of bits you want to give us, it'll actually give us 10% more bits at no charge to you. It gives it to us directly. So uh, it's a fantastic way. Whenever you're going to give us bits, just type in bleed purple, all one word, lowercase, and the number of bits you want to give us immediately followed thereafter. Good grammar. And, and boom, boom. Boom. So try boom. that again. If we, that's become, what we become millionaires immediately. Minus $51,400 that I should have had last weekend. By the way, speaking of, uh, now it's bleed purple, right? Bleed purple. Not deep purple. And you know who deep purple is, right? Yes. Now this is sweet. This isn't deep purple. That's How not did this deep come purple. Up? I don't know. This is sweet. The ballroom blitz. Speaking of balls. 
is a good song too, but this no, is the one. No I hashtag, Trevor. No hashtag. Just bleed purple and then There we go. There's deep purple. Bits. Bleed purple like 2000. <laughs> Dude. For those of you who didn't bleed purple 2000 would be $20 that you were donating to us. That's how that works. Or you can donate. Actually, no, it would be more because it's 10%, so it would be $22. And if you're Italian, you can donate like 1 million lira. If you're Mexican, you can donate like 50,000 pesos, and then we will convert them automatically to U.S. dollars. And then we'll launder the dollars, and then we'll move to the Cayman Islands. I don't know if you can do it multiple times, Bubba, at 182. I think you could just do it once. So bleed purple... And then just the number. Boy, this is a full of music show today, Tony. It's a one-up all request Wednesday, Robin. Uh, D'Amico 205. The bong rip sound now. I know. I don't have it in this system. What? I know. And this soundboard sucks. I need Luigi's soundboard. He's got the bong rips. I got to... Now I'm going to have to stay up all night tonight to fix this soundboard and get more shit in there. It does. There, I wish there was an easier way to do it, but there's not. I got to get my old 360 machine, that gigantic ancient piece of equipment. That where I have everything on it. Is in- then I was told, oh, do it on a touchscreen because it's easier. Ever since I've been using the touchscreen to do sound effects, which is the way to go because it's, it's easier to store a lot of stuff and it's not a gigantic processor. It's like the space, you know, it's like a cell phone now versus the first... Big ass phone that you well, had to carry is, around. You know why it's difficult? Why? It's because you don't know how to do it. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm the one who loaded this stuff on here. No, actually, I. Yes, was. I did. I loaded it on here, Robin. Don't give me any of that crap. <laughs> I was the one that loaded it. Don't give me any of that. Oh my God! How soon you forget? It's an outrage. It's an outrage. Damn and right. then Doug McGregor can't forget "Big Balls" by ACDC. Oh yeah, we're doing a ball segment now. I know we're doing an ass segment in a little while. And again, I want to again, we'll remind all the children out there and all the parents. Maybe your kid's getting home from daycare and Mr. Frosty hasn't arrived. Mr. Mr. Frosty hasn't shown up in the neighborhood yet. When they run outside and hear the familiar refrain. Of Mr. Mr. Frosty? Frosty's, yeah. The, the, well, the, it's the, Mr. Softy. Mr. Softy, not Mr. Frosty. Mr. Softy, as we say in South Carolina. Bubba 182 did the regular thing. I know. I, we I, lost two cents on that. And I people know. love my two cents when I give it. Dean actually gave me two cents. I don't have my bong rip in there. I got Jose, though. No, who was it? There was somebody, if you look at, if you scroll up through the through the chats, somebody actually successfully did the bleed purple and bits, and we got 10% extra. Yeah, you don't write, you don't do bleed purple hashtag. You just yeah. like bleed purple 20 10, or, or bleed, 10. Yeah, 10, 20, 30, 40, 200, 1,000, exactly. you know, whatever. And a bit is a penny, by the way. Yes. So if you if you give us ten cents, it would be bleed purple ten, and then it, and then it will give us plus one right behind plus it. Plus one, and that one penny could make a difference on early retirement or doing this until I'm 172 years old. So you make the call. Now there is some. There's another new thing, and I don't know how it works. So maybe there's somebody on here that knows how. Um, if you you can put a mask on Tony. <laughs> Not a CPAP mask. A CPAP mask? No. An Antifa mask? Like, if you go onto the homepage, 
um, and click on info. Let's see. No. So you're watching the video mm-hmm. and then you scroll down. And so there's the Twitch subscribe for free. If you have Amazon Prime, there's the leaderboard. There's the Amazon wish list. There is the show support. If you go and click on the banner, the black, blue, and white show support, and click on that, it opens up a new new page, and you can do just a regular donation to us with your PayPal account. But then you, um, so that's the donate money, and then you can go and click on face masks. Face masks. Face masks, and it makes you. It might make you log in again, but. Why would you, you put can, a face mask on me? You can per I I really don't quite understand it why, but apparently it's a cool thing. You can purchase face masks and then while you're watching Tony's video, you mean like the ones the Asian women wear when they're walking around in all the streets in every city? Yeah, but so while you're watching us, you can then put a face mask on Tony's face, dude. So it'll make him. How about a bald guy? Can you do that too? If you're into that. <laughs> Although I'm not really into that stuff. I can never understand and that, why. the thing that I don't understand is, does everybody see the face mask then? Or is it just the person who, who sees the face like? mask? Who do I look like? Mr. Twitch himself? Do I look like Jeff Bezos to you? Do you so see Lauren Sanchez sitting around any here, way here waiting to say hi, even though I knew her and worked with her at once? See, Did you know that? No space between Bleed Purple and Six, Trevor from 203. It's just all run together. You have a space in between the E and the Six. I think it's all together. Dude. Exactly. Dean has the soundboard, by the way. Trevor actually has it. There's an actual website called soundboard.com slash HSP. I know. I made it back in the day. It, does it have any of the bong rips in there? Uh-huh. Why, shouldn't I, why can't we pull that up so I can have my own soundboard that people have access to on the internet? I did that. That's how you have all the sound clips that you have on there, but for whatever reason, they've disappeared over time. They need to be up. I need updated. to refresh this, bitch. I need to refresh it. There's a lot of these things that I don't, you know, sometimes... There's only 24 hours in a day, Robin. Sometimes technology just, you know, takes on a mind of its own. No, it's just, it's called time. It's time-consuming. And I love, you know, we spend 20 hours a day working on the show. We're not like Joel and B. When I'm sick, I'm still down here busting my ass. I conducted the entire 1812 Overture on the show today. I gave an impassioned, multiple-minute plea to go protest in Philadelphia's Center City on Friday at 11 a.m. I'm in here working for you. So don't forget to take care of us on the way out, so to speak. Yes. And tell your friend, oh, I haven't even asked today. I haven't even asked to share the show today. Share it, share it, share Share, it. share the show, show your love, and tell everybody how fantastic it is that they will laugh throughout the day. Everybody needs a laugh throughout the day. Exactly right. And you can get th- three hours of laughs. Well, today was was at least 25 minutes of heavy ranting. Not but then you rant. laughed afterwards. I mean, but I, this show is about fun, but there, we also deal with ser- serious issues. You know, we can joke around and do updates on baby names and Mama Mother's Day's gift and the things that matter to a lot of people who just don't... Sports isn't the only thing they focus on. And certainly people who where politics is the only thing they care about 24-7 and have no other part of their life that matters. By the way, our buddy Monty Man had took a picture of the Louis the Thirteenth bottle of Remy, the and the Heinesty Heist, it's called. Uh-huh. Heinesty, the because of the, oh no, because of the Hennessy Heist. Hennessy Heist. When the guy walked out with two cases of Hennessy in Wisconsin out of a Costco, Remy Martin Louis the Thirteenth is now 38 hundo. But you can tell this is a Costco because they, they price it yes. at thirty seven ninety nine ninety nine, 
And I talked about this yesterday, the gas station thing, the 0.9, why they still have it up there. Why not just make it? Because the 0.9 never changes. When gas prices go up, do they ever change that 0.9 at the end? Nope. What the hell does that mean? I, I don't understand Just make either. it $3.05 or $3. Actually, make it $2 again so I don't have to spend $45 to fill out my damn gas tank. Trevor from the 203, thank you very much. He has shared the show twice already today. Beautiful. Thank you, Trevor. Thank and, you very much. And we want to, so whenever you hear the little ding, 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 that means that somebody either uh, subscribed or is starting to follow. So hopefully everybody that's listening right now is actually following. I wish that there was a way to determine whether somebody was following or not. I don't know how you do that. We, we see the list of followers. A good thing about the show, and we thank you for your loyalty because yesterday when I checked the stats on the show, People are now listening two hours and 37 minutes that on is average. amazing. So in a three-hour show, our great audience knows that they're good, and they don't want to miss anything. So it's unheard of that in is. any broadcast medium during a live show that people will spend two hours and 37 minutes on average Out of a three listening hour to us every day. I mean, that's that's unheard of, and we, we really – I don't know what to say because – I've always loved my audiences wherever I were. The people have been great to me whenever we have a chance to go out and say hi to people. I, I'm not a guy who goes and hides. I love mingling with people. Anybody who knows me knows that. When I love doing remotes at different locations all over the country. You're kind of like Steph Curry. You're you're exactly. outgoing. And I had women. Talkative. I had you know before Instagram. I used to have women slip me phone numbers slide and slide you something in the DM. Yeah. They didn't have to slide it into and my DM. I they just had to slide it into my pants. I have never. As long as I've known you, though, no woman has ever made the mistake of sending me something by accident. Oh no! Yes, I they have. That. Yes, yes they, they have. have. I take that. I back. think there were women that were hitting on you, Robin. It was. See, that's a good thing about this. We, we we now live in a society. The only good part of modern day society and social media, that there are women who are attracted to Robin as well. Not just men, but there are women who are attracted to Robin, and for that we thank him. And then these women are hitting on Robin, and then yes. she shows me, and I'm like, hey, good job out of you, Robin. Just make sure she uh, she shares the show, oh, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about sharing with friends. Sharing is caring, Robin. I, I absolutely <laughs> agree, and I am all about equal opportunity. If that's if that's uh, uh whatever. Shout out to all the bisexual women out there. Yes, major shout out. In fact, let's give them a roaring round of applause. That is the longest freaking clap sound ever. It's it's not the length. It is the length of the applause. It's not the width, Robin. It's, an, it's annoying. No, just don't you dare touch that applause. There you go. You know how much I had to pay that that audience to sit God, there and clap for thirty so seconds. So annoying. I need to like. You, Robin, make... you sound like a whiny ass. Yes. You know what? Right now. At least, at least I don't like sound like Edith. You're getting close. You're getting close. <laughs> Archie. Dinner's ready. Exactly. Anyway, still 4 nothing ball game. I think they're through five. or they're through, I don't know what they're through. But we gave you the PGA update. We gave you the hockey. Tonight we got game seven in San Jose, Robin. Sharks and Avalanche. It's going to be another late night, but I'll be up watching this baby. Just like I was last night. What a great game. I got to give it up to Ben Bishop, though, the goalie of the Dallas Stars. Veteran guy. Guy made 52 saves. I mean, there were, it, was a sh- it was a shooting gallery. 
St. Louis was throwing everything at this guy. And after three periods, it was 1-1. And then after the first overtime period, it was still 1-1. And then you saw Ben Bishop's mom was in the stands last night in St. Louis at the Checker Dome. I know they don't play at the Checker Dome anymore, but I still like to call I love calling it the Checker Dome. I'm sure many people listening weren't old enough to remember that. The Checker Dome. We have a new listener, by the way. Rock Blue 22 created their account just three hours ago. So I'm oh. assuming that was for us. But Rock Blue, Rock, have, shock, have Rock you Blue followed yet? You need to make sure that to click the little blue. Is it the star? In fact, I'm not going off the air today until we add 300 <laughs> followers. There's this one woman on Twitch who like puts up a countdown. I'm going to do that. And I say, today's goal is five more 10 subscribers today. We need 10 subscribers today to go on and to Twitch Prime. And she's a hot chick. And she's not naked because you're not allowed to do that. But she dances. She gets away with it by... She doesn't putting, get away with it. She's dancing. She puts exercise clothing on. Exactly. There's no nudity. There's no suggestiveness. And so she puts up like a video game behind her on a big screen. Uh-huh. Remember when the Wii? Remember the Wii Fit? Yes. And people would have... The, and stand in front of their TVs with the chucks in their hand. And they would do the same thing. Isn't with her the name like Amaranth or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. She's very, she's very attractive. And yep. she's very smart. And she has good content. So when people go on there... You know, they ask and they her to dance. They pay her to dance. Yeah, but not like in a bar where you have to slip a dollar There's in no her. Pole. There's no pole. There's no G strings. She has a huge screen behind her that, um, and she will dance different. Uh, what a, she dances beat, her ass up. Yeah. She probably she sweats more than I did today conducting the Philadelphia Orchestra with the eighteen twelve overture. And she makes a lot of money. Yeah, that. again, way more money than she would have dancing the pole. Not, you're probably right. You know, there's a lot of women I working hard. There's a lot of work, and they work hard, and they're out there, you know, and they're doing their thing, and guys are going in, giving them money. But, I'm 100% positive that she makes more money doing that than she does working the pole. Because well, she, she actually like, was making more money than, than uh, Stormy Daniels until her stupid lawyer scammed her and ran away and is now in prison. What a slime ball that guy was. Who didn't see that one coming? And being Italian, this just proves that I don't defend people because they're Italian or white or any co- Michael Avenetti, the first time I saw this guy on television. Oh, you saw through I, him? I snipped him out like dirty underwear at a women's day spa, okay? This guy reeked of scumbag the second I saw him. And he's Italian, so the, the normal inclination, well, he's Italian, so he must be. No, he's not. He's a greaseball. He's a no-good piece of garbage. And I am glad. And you go back on my Twitter feed. The first time I saw this guy, and I didn't care if it was because he was pro-anti-Trump or any of that stuff. I saw it because he's a hustler, a liar, and nobody did any research on him. So they just started throwing him on TV every day, five, six, seven times a day. He's on TV. He became, people were, Brian Stetler at CNN had this guy as the guy to beat in the Democratic, in the Democratic presidential platform. He was going to run for president. This guy is going to go to jail for 200 years, and I hope he lives 200 years to suffer in jail and rot away because he's a despic. He's why people hate lawyers. When you look at why, when you look up, why do I hate lawyers? You will see Michael Avenatti's picture there, the biggest lowlife, greaseball, scumbag loser who people followed like sheep because they thought he was some great, great hero in America. He's a skifoso. Exactly right. He is all that's wrong. He, he, he not only makes lawyers look bad, 
he makes Italian Americans look bad, Italians in general, because he's an absolutely no good piece of crap. By the way, Cesar Hernandez flinging a drive, that baby's in the bullpen in right field, and all of a sudden it's a 5 nothing ball game. And Cesar Hernandez, or Cesar, Cesar Hernandez, and Bryce Harper, ladies and gentlemen, you can now resume giving them credit after the 76ers. <laughs> because let's be honest, in the last couple of weeks, Bryce Harper was booed at, at, at Citizens Bank Park when he struck out four times in a game. Cesar Hernandez has made some bad plays defensively, and he's a good defensive player. He struggled at the bat. Now all of a sudden you got Cesar Hernandez heating up, Bryce Harper, Phillies are in first place, and I'd like to thank the Philadelphia 76ers for, for, for providing us with some springtime entertainment for a change in the round ball world. Now, hopefully they win again. Hopefully they come back and win. I'm not, I'm not saying they're done, but I'm saying they're pretty much done. I'm not writing them off as finished. If they can come back in game six and play the way they did a couple, and, and Joel Embiid is right now sitting in a, in a hyperbaric chamber in a tent with all kinds of things poked in his body, I want them to take the same wound that Serge Ibaka got on the top of his head. And I want them to insert some sort of needle in, in Joel Embiid's forehead to pump in brain matter so that he can feel like he's a man again. So he can go out there and be the dominant figure when the Sixers play game six. Or else it's over. And then we have baseball. At least until spring. But then, you know, the baseball season is going to be fun around here. There's going to be ups and downs. But as I mentioned, we got to get down to the business, Robin. We got it, and I may have to release a selection on this one. I normally don't do these, and I may not. I, I've been giving people free shit, and they haven't taken advantage of it. I gave you fifty-one thousand four hundred dollars free on this show. I gave it out, documented. Do I get any credit? No. But some tout who says I got a sixty percent percentage rate on, on picking baseball—that's not great. I don't protest, pro- profess to be a tout. I don't charge people money, and God bless those people who do and can and, and, and help people make money. I'm giving you shit for free. For free. Who else has given you a $51,400 winner in anything, Robin? Do you know anybody that said, here's $51,400 courtesy of me? Who's done that? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody in the history. I mean the history of free picks. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight, the, the puck drops, and it stops in San Jose, California, in the building we call the Shark Tank. Hockey action tonight! The boys, mocking and grinding. Your San Jose Shark. Can they win it at home? The pressure's on the Sharks, let's be honest. The pressure is not on your Colorado avalanche. After all, they live in Denver, where the weed is flowing nightly flowing in San Jose, too. I mean, you can't walk down the street in San Jose without a smell of weed. But tonight, I don't have the odds on this one. You know what we want in Game 7? It's almost as good, if not better than sex for many people. Stanley Cup action in overtime. Seriously, I've said this to me. I've been saying this for decades. I'm not just jumping on the hockey overtime. is great. I've been saying this since the 70s. There's nothing better in sports, in any sport, anywhere on earth, you name it, archery, drag racing, monster trucks, 
esports, nothing is better than hockey's sudden death playoff overtime. It's the ultimate, the next shot wins it. The next goal wins it. Any, any, anytime somebody goes up the ice one way or the other, the game could end. Name me another sport where that happens. It doesn't. Even in soccer anymore, they used to have the golden goal, remember? Yeah. They got rid of it, unfortunately. Yeah, the golden goal should still be there. None of this bullshit with the shootout or ties and then you do the aggregate. That's chicken shit. That's why European sports don't dominate in this country, except for golf, of course. But the whole aggregate shit, play to a tie, be a man out there. And these guys are falling. And listen, I love soccer. You know me. I'm not a soccer hater. There are people who are soccer haters. There are people who are hockey haters. You know, always bring up the NBA. I'm not comparing the two sports. I'll tell you one thing. Even Charles Barkley last night on TNT, after they wrapped up the Sixer game and then we're going to switch over to the Portland game against Denver, the night, the second half of their doubleheader, Charles Barkley flat out said it on TNT. Because oh, Ernie Johnson, oh, yeah, they're getting ready to tip it off there in Denver. They got the, the Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. And Charles says, hey, it's 1-1 in the hockey game, man. That's what I'm going to be watching. Yep. On the NBA on TNT, Charles is saying, I know what I'm going to watch. And he was right again because the NBA game turned out to be a total shit show mismatch, unwatchable waste of two hours of valuable late night time. Because the hockey game was where it's at last night. And thank you, and you for like hockey. for following. You don't even have to like hockey. If you're watching that and you don't understand the, the, the intensity. And, and, and then last night, one of, the, one of the more touching things. We should have pulled this tape, Robin. Maybe you can find it for me. Last night, the game-winning goal came in the second overtime. Right? Were you watching this, Robin? Pat Maroon. No, you can't say what a Maroon. Pat Maroon is a St. Louis, Missouri native, okay? And he's playing now in his own building in front of his family, his own fans. He's been in the NHL. This was not a rookie. He's a veteran guy. He was, he was on other teams for a while. And then this year he signed with the St. Louis Blues. And the St. Louis Blues last night, into double overtime, guess who the hero was? Pat Maroon. I mentioned Ben Bishop, the goaltender for Dallas, was phenomenal. You won't see a much better performance. Putuka Rask in Boston has been phenomenal. They're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. But you can't play any better than Ben Bishop did. And then in the second overtime, Pat Maroon, puck shot at the net, went high over the goaltender, Ben Bishop, sitting there in the crease. And then Pat Maroon dives and slaps it in for the game winner in the second overtime. And then after the game, an emotional Pat Maroon. This is why I love hockey players. I love all athletes, but when you talk about down-to-earth guys who get it, because a lot of athletes don't get it. Many of them do, but some of them don't. And the ones that don't, they're the ones that trouble me. You know, you came from a tough background. You're making more money than God. You know, and a lot of them remember where they came from. I'm not, I'm not denouncing the majority of athletes. I think I have it. Pat Maroon sends Blues to but not just a double overtime winner. Yes, but then afterwards, when he was interviewed, his son was in the in the crowd. I think, yeah, I think I have that at the All right, end. let's go this to the is, table. This is a full two-minute clip. It shows Pat, the... Not, not Pat Fulloon, who used to play for the Flyers and Sharks. No, it's Pat Maroon, M-A-R-O-O-N. Not Maroon 5. They suck. Pat Maroon is good. Let's go to the tape. He shots. Blues control. This is Thomas. Thomas shoots. That's behind him.
Man, and it's the Towel Man, Pat Maroon, the hero. He grew up in Oakville, and this is what he's dreamt about ever since playing floor hockey in his garage. Oh, terrific face-off win by Tyler Bozak. Robert Thomas takes it, drags it, makes it incredible. Incredible one-on-one -on -one move, throws it at the net. Ben Bishop gets a piece, it's sitting right behind him, and the big rig cleans up the trash, and he sends the Blues off to the Western Conference Finals. From the down the stars. Well, the game went on, the Blues got better in the face-off circle, and Bozak, who wins that draw, really is what starts it off. And the play of Thomas, I mean, you can't say enough about the kid, how he played tonight. Look at those poor eyes of Ben Bishop. The inside shot is going to crank off the left post above the glove and come off the back of him. I thought it went off the back of him and in at first, but then the reaction of Maroon, you knew that he laid it into the net. The hometown boy is the hero. Patrick, you're a St. Louis boy. Tell me, what is this moment like? Wow, the biggest goal of my career. Wow, what a moment it's been. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, it's been an emotional roller coaster for me all year. And to score a big goal like that in front of my hometown, uh, my son was in the stands tonight, uh, fiance, friends, family, I mean. But my linemen, I gotta give credit to my linemen. They battled with me all year. They pretty much turned my season around. What did it take to grind them out in this game and in this series? We just gotta just put it low. And once we started getting away from Ben Bishop, he plays the puck so well, and getting in our game and getting away from him and throwing pucks to that, we, I think we were bound to crack. Going through the grind that you went through with this team heading into the next round, is that bound to help you or to harm you? I think we're just gonna continue what we're doing. This is a team that's been through so much adversity all year. We just gotta keep feeling good about ourselves, keep moving in the right direction. How great is Pat Maroon? The emotion there was unbelievable. And I'm not even a Blues fan or a Dallas Stars fan. I love watching amazing, amazing performances in sports. It doesn't matter what the sport is. You know, these people hate hockey. Hate hockey, then. But if you can't watch that and appreciate, and then these guys are banging each other, and then the handshake, and, and the handshake line last night at the end of that game, you can see how much respect these guys had for one another. I mean, there were hugs. You know, these, Pat Maroon, he's a guy that's impossible to dislike, even if you're a fan of the other team. And so then after the game, you heard him on the ice with Pierre Maguire, live as soon as the game's over and it's on the PA system and that's what they do in hockey too which is cool they do it in other sports but hockey they go live right to the star of the game and especially when you're at home in your own building and you win a game seven in the second overtime and then afterwards when he went back to the locker room they showed shots obviously on the TV on NBC Sports Network of his son with his fiance hugging her yeah, crying. crying and then afterwards Pat Maroon I think you found it now mm -hmm. in the locker room being interviewed about what this was all about for Summer's him. Summer's here. Oops. Time to get a great deal on a new toy. Because we got to get, the, what's her name? That's uh, that chick from Toyota. What's her name? I don't know. Uh, it's annoying to call I, I do her, though. Don't get me wrong. Oh, somebody it's Jan. It's Jan. Jan from Toyota. Somebody. Okay. Whoops. Oh, no. Now what, Robin? It went full screen on me. Hold on. Never go full screen. Hold on. Let me, we already saw this part. We want to get I want